Welcome, my chingus, to the third episode of the K-Pop Roundtable. In this episode, we will talk about our top five songs of 2017 so far. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, is my regular co-host, Josh. Hello. And today we have a special, special guest. You know him from the K-pop hot pot and our very first roundtable, Jonathan. Hello. Happy to be back. Yes, thank you so much for uh, for staying up late because it is you know past midnight for you. It's like one over there right now, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be one in the morning in about three minutes. And th- this is the sacrifice you make to talk with us dumbos about some K-pop. <laughs> It's one of my favorite subjects, so it's not, you know not too hard. What Dumbo's? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you don't know. Maybe his whole bedroom is just Dumbo stuff, and like the Disney Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, Disney Dumbo. I doubt it. That big-eared freak. Whoa, that's my mother. You're talking about <laughs> easy. <laughs> Calm it down, easy fellas. Um, but anyways, this is our favorite episode, or I guess our second favorite episode of the year. Um, the favorite one being, of course, the top 10 at the end of the year. And it's where we can talk about all the goodness that we uh, that, that we have in 2017, you know? So do you do this every year where you have um, like a midway point where you talk about your favorite for like the first part of the year? Uh, last year was our first time. Yeah, this is our uh, second Second time. annual. But we do do the top 10 uh, at the end of the year every year, though. Yeah. Yeah. We at the end of the year we do something similar. I think we started this last time because we were like the first half of 2016 was also a little bit bare, and so we were like, man, let's talk about some good stuff. You know, let's have a nice positive podcast, and I think that's one of the reasons why we started. And and 2016, Ah. the end of the year, kind of really like knocked it out of the park too. Yeah. But we got a lot of stuff to get to. Um. So a couple of rules. Uh. The first rule, of course, is only one song per artist. We are going to talk about three honorable mentions and then our top five, but our top five is in no particular order. That is much too hard to do sometimes in the uh, beginning half uh, of the year. And uh, we don't know each other's lists. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> we had a little peaky problem. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little bit of a peaking Tom. I saw, you know, yeah. some things I shouldn't have seen. <laughs> Let's uh, get to it. So, Jonathan, you're our guest. You get to go first. Talk to us about your first honorable mention. My first honorable mention was Pristine's Wee Woo.
Now, it's a song that when I first heard it, I wasn't huge on it. My first listen, a lot of the songs I have on my list, it kind of took me, they've take, they've grown on me throughout the, the weeks or the months of me listening to them. But Wee Woo, it's just, it's kind of an, um, an infectious song. I really appreciate the, the music of it. I love the music video. Um, the girls are fantastic. But I think it's one of those songs that kind of has just a different sound. It kind of separates itself a little bit from the the noise that's kind of common nowadays. So, uh, Pristine's "Wee Woo" was one of my is one of my honorable mentions. That is actually in my top five. Yeah, I mean, I I really really love that song. Uh, when I first heard it, I, I was kind of mixed because there are some parts of it that are kind of strange. I think. They don't really fit with the rest of the song. But I think that's part of the charm. Is it that is. Strangeness. Like, it's strange now because those parts don't really kind of like grind my gears anymore. Like, hearing those parts, it gives me a good break. I guess it makes me appreciate the goodness of the song more, which is kind of strange. And of course, I mean, Cute Girls doesn't doesn't hurt. Right. And and there's a lot, a lot in that one. They hurt me. Oh, my heart. <laughs> um, this song is uh, not on my list. At all? And not Not at all. Wait, you don't like it at all? I do really like Ooh, this song. Oh, that's spicy. Like as you said, it it is the only reason it's not on my list is because there are parts that despite hearing the song like 20, 30, 40, 50 times, they still kind of bog down the song a little bit. Some of the Frankenstein mm. parts, you know, I've grown to 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 hate, you know, hate love the the my superhero like I hate that part. No, I that I would agree with you. That's a heart. That's that part still hasn't like resonated well with me but you know out of the entire you know four minute song that you know accumulation of probably what 20 seconds of them doing that i I can overlook it but i definitely do think that's kind of one of the most annoying parts of the song is that superhero part yeah and i think that's kind of like the the telltale sign whether or not you put it on your list or not whether you can stand or even like those parts or you just can't get past them right yeah but i do i never skip this song so you know it would probably be six seven eight nine you know somewhere around there if we were doing a top 10 yeah and, and the music video is still one of the i think best girl group music videos of the oh year. definitely hands down i mean we're especially when you talk in regards to just the color palette that that they use for it and the the angles of each girl and the way that they kind of give them own, their own little moment to shine. Yep. Yeah, I definitely think. I mean, I think that the superhero part is what stops it from being part of my top five, but definitely worth being an honorable mention for me for the year. Cool. I mean, it's a great song. I, I do really love that song. Josh yeah. really loves that song. I would have also put Pristine's Running on my list, but since we only can have one song per artist, actually, I think I'm more of a fan of Running than Wii U. So I guess mm. you can say my top five pick is more running than Wii U, but that one doesn't have a music video. So, um, but it's another song that I really, really like by the same artist. Yeah, it's uh, you know maybe we'll talk about that again. Oh, hey, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Josh, it's your turn for your honorable mention. My first honorable mention. Uh, how spicy should we go here? I want to talk about a, a boy group that I think has kind of silently crept up and made some really good music that I haven't really been paying attention to, but listening to my list, they are actually pretty much on my playlist all the time. And that's like B.I.G. with their song One, Two, Three. Oh, 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 yeah. 
So B.I.G., uh, Steven and I kind of shit on them uh, for their debut song. It was terrible. It was one of the worst songs we've ever heard. And so obviously we weren't paying too much attention to them. And they put out the song Hello, Hello. I think that was the first one. No, One, Two, Three was the first one. One, Two, Three was the first one. Hello, Hello was the most recent one. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Uh, we really liked One, Two, Three. And then when I heard Hello, Hello, I was I was really pleasantly surprised with like their music and how they've like rebranded themselves. And in a year where it's kind of like nothing's really going on, like B.I.G. creeping in there, not too, not too surprising, but at the same time, pretty surprising in the general scheme of things for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you know this song, Jonathan, but they're pretty under the radar. I, no, I haven't heard this song. Oh, uh, you should check it out. Um, because in a year where a lot of the boy groups have really gotten into the uh, I want to be BTS mode, B.I.G. is going the opposite direction. They're like, no, we want to be K-pop from three years ago mode, you know, where it's oh. like kind of an See, I like that. Yeah. Older EXO sounding song. I think Hello, Hello is the more exo hmm. sounding one, right? Yeah. And then one, two, three. What does that sound more like? Do you remember? Mm, it's kind of in the similar vein. Like one, two, three is an older sounding boy group. It's like the of. funkier one, right? It's yeah. like maybe older... There's not a specific, block, no, yeah, not, not really specific style, but it does have this kind of older, like a few years ago kind of sound to it, though. Yeah. How many boys are in the group? <sighs> oh, One, man. two, uh, three, uh, seven. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question, Jonathan. Um, I want, I want to say eight, <laughs> seven, seven. I want to say seven. Seven's seven, always seven's a Seven's always guess. a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I, I really don't know. And that's kind of good that I don't have any bias towards a group like anymore after the debut song. I just really like the songs they put out. Yeah. Good deal. Been a little bit since I've heard these songs. Maybe a month ago, I would never skip like one, two, three. But in recent times, I've kind of started skipping it. So I can't remember what the song sounds like off the top of my head anymore. But uh, hmm. I think w- both of us are very boy group starved uh, this year so far. So I think it says a lot that B.I.G. is uh, up here. Yeah. I, I mean, I did want to talk about them because, you know, it it's such a stark transformation for, from like me and Steven just hating the group and like all the music they're putting out. And like Steven said a couple of months ago, just not skipping the song at all when it comes up. So I think that's a huge jump from, you know, trash to <laughs> trash to riches. Kind of a deal. Or trash trash to kind of like, you know. Lower middle class. Like copper or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. It sounds good. Yeah. Check it out. Um, All right. My honorable mention. uh, Since you mentioned a boy group, Josh, then I will also mention a boy group. I have a feeling it's going to be on Josh's list. Um, And this boy group is probably the best boy group this whole year. And it's in my honorable mention. So guess what my top five looks like? Um, this is, <laughs> it's going to be spicy, man. I just, Ooh, I'm ready. I'm it's not going to be spicy. It's just going to be very girl groups, girl generic. groups, girl groups, yeah. girl groups. Yeah. Um, so my first honorable mention is winners. Really, really. Hey. 
Really? Really? Oh, wow. Really? 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 That is that is in my top that five. That was as well. borderline one of my dishonorable mentions. Really? Wow. Spicy. This is why we brought you in, baby. Oh, that is very interesting. But I mean, Steven, you want to start off why you picked? Go ahead, Steven. Yeah. Yeah. I, Let us know. You know, this is a year where chill songs have kind of gotten to the you know maximum chill capacity. And I think yeah. winner winners are winner winners. Uh, really, winner, really. Winner, winner, chicken dinners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this song is is kind of a, 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 a at a crossroads of a lot of different things. Like it's chill. It's got some tropical house in it. It's got the kind of YG stink that I feel like, you know, as we've said a lot, they're the only company that kind of does this sometimes. Yeah. And it's just an overall kind of good amalgamation of a lot of things that I've liked this year. I think Mino's rap, if it was just Mino's rap, I, this would be like top three. The reason it's in my honorable mentions is I, I still don't like, I don't want to say don't like, I still am not happy with kind of the whisper singing that they do at the beginning of the song. Mm. But once you, I get past that, I, I get I get pretty into it. And I think it's just a very catchy song. Like once I hear this song, I'm just humming it to myself for quite a while seeing a lot of my students just kind of bust out in song and and do the dance also kind of maybe jaded me a little bit but it's just such an easy song to listen to and such an easy song to dance to and enjoy yeah i'm in the same vein like it's for me such a really easy song in a year of 2070 to actually just like i mean when i was trying to kind of pick it apart by by like the parts i don't like and there's nothing really i don't like about it um it's generally pretty good for me but like you said, uh, I think it's more of like I've heard it a lot. My students are singing it a lot because it definitely has grown on me from the first time I listened to it. Uh, granted, that is true. Um, this kind of like barely squeaked into like my top five. I was going to put it in my honorable mentions just because, but I want to talk about some more spicy songs and honorable mentions. So <laughs> this is kind of the song. I mean, you talk to me maybe like a week or two weeks later. This might not be on my list. So it's there. This song goes up and down for me. Sometimes I'm really loving this song. Like, I think, again, if I was in my car and I could roll my windows down and just blast this song, this is definitely one of the songs I'm going to be blasting. But sometimes I, it's just not hype enough. Sometimes it's not fun enough and upbeat enough, and I, I skip it. Um, and that's kind of mm. why it's in my honorable mentions. But uh, well, why? I mean, you can shit on it, you know. Why, why did you not like it? Because it was borderline <laughs> dishonorable. You know... 
I really like Winter, and I really appreciated their last album that came out. And and I I don't I mean you know the, I know one of the members had left, and just this song just I mean for me personally I just don't feel like there was anything memorable of the song like I couldn't in my mind re like like reiterate any parts or tell you any like um, like moments that I really I, I liked because I'm kind of one of those um, individuals with certain songs where it's like okay I'm not really big on it but there might be like a rap or there might be like a vocal that I can gravitate to. So when I do hear it, that part will stick out of my mind. And it might be a, a problem of me um, not hearing it enough. Because one thing about me with K-pop this year, especially is a lot of songs had to grow on me. Um, and a lot of songs I had to put a personal effort to listen more of, to really uh, appreciate it. And this might be, this might be um, an example of that. Because I, to be honest with you, I think I've heard it twice, and the first time I heard it, because we were we were gonna talk about, we were gonna talk about it on our podcast, but I think I just I cared so little about it. I was like, I'm not even gonna mention it on my podcast. And I think we heard a little bit. Of, I heard it and just didn't do much for me. And I actually heard it again today because I was trying to figure out how I wanted to do my list and I wanted to hear it again today. And it still is just like, eh, like for me, it's kind of meh. But you know, it might be one of those like there's certain songs and I'll talk about them on my list. That I didn't like them at first, but I literally, after just hearing it through repetition, I started to appreciate them. So this might be one of those because I do like Winner. I am a fan of Winner, not like a massive fan, but I do like their their previous songs. So you guys talking about it, I definitely want to go back and kind of let it resonate, kind of marinate a little bit more with me. No, that makes sense because you know if you like previous Winner stuff, because we are a little hot and cold on previous Winner stuff. Like this is very different than previous Winner stuff. And I noticed that's a that's kind of the thing with a lot of groups. I feel this year is a lot of them have their concepts have changed for you know for the most part, and I feel like this is kind of one of them. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I think you should give it a chance. Like um, you know, there's a lot of raps, and and uh, boy howdy, can I not remember ninety nine percent of them? But I can remember Minos in this. Like I can remember the way he sings it and the way he raps it, and yeah. I can't. I don't know the words exactly, but I can you know no 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 no. You know I can. Uh, make up words to it in my podcast i think i'm actually alone on this i think the girls actually do like the song so it's just my you know from us being you know three separate opinions that's just on mine for because i think they they like because we heard it today they're like oh yeah i like this song and i was kind of like eh. it's so. no problem don't worry we'll also shit on some of your choices <laughs> yeah we, we live. <laughs> don't be afraid yeah so speaking hey, of your i was choices, gentle uh why don't you uh read your next honorable <laughs> hit us with another one jonathan which one? Okay, my next honorable mention will be BTS's Not Today.
No, not, not today. today. I mean, what can I say? Uh, I think, and it's kind of funny, it's kind of like how you mentioned, I feel that this has been a very strong year of a lot of chill songs. Like, I think that like you, you said it perfectly. It's kind of been to the max this year. And I think for me, I, I try, try to gravitate, or for this year, especially for this particular list, I kind of wanted to put up a little bit more pump-up jams or a little bit more of that type of music. And I, I really appreciate Not Today. I mean, I don't know if Not, not Today definitely is not one of BTS's, you know, not probably within their top five for me. But, I mean, I am a BTS fan. And, you know, Not Today to me just kind of goes along that vein of, like, fire and danger. And it's just a song that it, when it's on, like, I find myself, like, I can't skip it. Like, I have to hear the song through. Or if the video comes up, even though it's a long video, like, I have to watch it through. Just because I, I appreciate the vocals, I appreciate the raps, I appreciate the dance, you know, I'm talking about the visual part of it. But um, definitely BTS is Not Today is one of the songs that I really do like this year. Cool. I mean, it's not on my list. Not on my list as well. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of find it funny because, you know, you know, 17 and, um, you know, got seven and well, well there's another uh, uh, Monster X. They've all been kind of trying to ape BTS, BTS's style this year. And then yes. BTS, at least for not today, like I feel like they're trying to ape BAP style from like, like three, years, three years ago. ago yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that's what I always remember when hey, I, and I like BAP. So that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not a bad thing. It's not a diss or anything. It's just, I kind of yeah. find it funny how, uh, how, how that kind of worked out because I, I do, I, there is a funkiness to the song that I, that I do like it. It is just for me, not as upbeat enough for me to enjoy like fire or, 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 or you know, yeah. something like that. No, I definitely do think fire is a stronger song, but I feel like with what their concept was for this particular album, I think everything just kind of meshes well for what the song is. But I mean, I kind of just appreciate that they're able to continuously produce some pretty good songs. And because I don't want a particular uh, point out a group, but you mentioned a a particular group that I feel has gone backwards. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with BTS, for the most part, it's not that they're continuing to top themselves, but I feel like this song is consistent with the, the last year's, you know, comebacks. So that's why I, I I I like it. I appreciate it, but that's kind of been my problem with some of the groups like Seventeen and like Got Seven, where I feel that they their arc went strong and then they're kind of at a part where I feel for this year it just kind of went step back. And I appreciate that BTS is still going that step forward. Hmm. Yeah, I the the way I feel about this song, I think, is the way you feel about uh, Winners Really Really. Like BTS hmm. has like a, a good amount of hype songs. And for the most part, I enjoy them a good amount. But this song is like really meh to me, even on the scale of like BTS hype songs, kind of like what you said, like the fires yeah. and like, you know, those kind of songs, I think are better iterations of this song. And it's hard for me to just be like, oh, should I listen to Not Today? No, I'm just going to go listen to like Fire or something instead, just because like I enjoy those songs more. And this song, I guess, just really hasn't grown on me. Um, even from the, f- I've, I've listened to it like you, like you've listened to winter, like maybe twice or three times. And mm. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not for it, but I'm also not against it. Kind of. It was really meh for okay. me. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Like I've heard it a lot. <laughs> I've probably heard it maybe 20 times. Like, I don't think it's bad at all. I, it's just in this weird area where like, I, cause I like BTS's hype songs. I also like their slower songs. And this is like in that middle area where I'm just like, I don't really think it plays towards their strengths, you know, mm-hmm. but 
It, it's definitely not a bad song. It's yeah. a little meme though. Like anytime I hear not today, just in my head, I'm just like, not today. Not no, it's funny. Today. That's how we say it too. Yeah. Like, I, every time I, the, it's, the song starts off, I kind of like make fun of it. I go, no, not today. <laughs> but yeah. nah, I like the kids it. will ask me sometimes like, are we going to play a game today? And I'm just like, no, not, not today. today. They're like, no. <laughs> yeah, BTS. But how dare you make fun of sugar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay. So that's BTS is not today, Josh. What's on your today list? So I want to make it clear. Uh, my honorable mentions are not particularly songs that would make like my top 10 like so far, but they are songs that I definitely enjoy and I kind of do want to talk about. Like, would you say guilty pleasure? Uh, not necessarily guilty pleasures because I do like these songs, but it's more that I want to talk about them rather than like I'm banging them out like they're, they, they barely squeaked out of my top five kind of a deal. But the next song that I want to talk about is by Young Jin Hyung. Uh, his song is Wonder If. Hey. I'm just curious. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I've heard this one. Yeah, so um, this guy is the guy from Highlight, or formerly known as Beast. And yeah. Oh, Poppin' Dragon? Yeah, this is Poppin' Dragon. Um, so it's it's so strange, like, lately that pretty much everything that this guy's had a hand in, I've enjoyed to a decent amount. Like, the Highlight songs, I, I enjoyed a lot of their songs. The songs that he's been producing, I like those songs. I think he produced uh, that uh, another song that we might talk about later. I'm not going to mention it, but are we now, Josh? Yeah, I'm. Are we now? Interesting. Uh, I think we will, Stephen. But um, yeah, he's been doing a lot of things, um, being part of like producing, singing, making his own songs, and I think they are all distinctly just kind of a different flavor from each other. And the the crazy thing is that I think I enjoy all the things that he's been doing to a you know a good degree. So this song is something that you would not expect I think from a person coming from Beast or Highlight. It's very like we mentioned like a kind of like a sick K or R&B chingu kind of song, but I mean it's right up my alley and I really really like this song, so. Yeah, I I mean I in an era where we have so many of these chill hip hop songs, it is a little weird to me that you want to talk about this one. Mainly because he's he's dibble dabbling in a lot of things. I, I do agree though that like he doesn't have a particular sound, right? He's not like B1A4's Jin, Jin Young, right? Where I'm like, oh, I know this dude. You know, he's not brave yeah. sound, right? He's not double sided. Like he does some different things, and and 
as you said, we might talk about that soon. But that's, I mean, that's why I put him on honorable mentions and I, I prefaced it. It's not necessarily right. a song I'm I'm like, oh, it barely missed my top five. This is something like as a producer, as an artist, I want to talk about. Yeah. But like, for example, I would still, you know, rather listen to Sick K or uh, DPR Live or I don't know. There are so many Scylla. There are like so <laughs> many chill hip hop guys mm-hmm. um, that if you go back to some of our older episodes, you can probably listen to. And I could have put like all of those guys in, but I just this is the most mainstream tide, right? Like, yeah. uh, Hey, check out this highlight guy. Um, Do you have any uh, thoughts on uh, Wonder If? Yeah, um, actually, I think this is a a song that you could definitely drive to. I think it's definitely a song that it's real. Like you mentioned, it's real chill, and I kind of respect that aspect as well as him being a producer and and all those things that you mentioned. But yeah, I think it's a fine song. I mean, it's kind of one of those where I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it kind of like, oh, yeah, that song came out this year, huh? It's a good song. Gotcha. I would have totally picked. Uh, it's not on my list. It might be on your list, Josh. But I would totally pick a Henry song over this. Like, the one with Nashua? <laughs> hundreds. <laughs> I've been really liking that song recently, dude. That that song barely missed my top five. I the music say. video is trash fest. But. Yeah. Oh, God. No, no, no. The best part about that video is the uh, Batman and Robin. I mean, sorry, Batman Forever t-shirt that he wears. With the Riddler and the Joker. Best part of the music video. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of weird to say best part of, you know. It's just like, oh, that's the best part of a trash heap. We talked about it on our podcast. We trashed the music video. I mean, the song is better than the music video. I'm not saying the song is great by any means, but that's a pretty terrible music video. I mean, they just hung out on the laundromat. It just it kind of goes back to is that what you know the Koreans think what we do? (laughs) On a Saturday night, we all hang out on the laundromat. I don't know. Yeah. We all get our hair did, get our braids <laughs> done, and then hang out a laundromat. And just make a fucking mess of it. Yeah. Definitely Henry has worst hair of the year in that video. Not today. Um, no, not today. All right, then. I guess it's my turn for my honorable mention. Give us a spicy one, Stephen. Let us know. Do you want a spicy one? Yeah. I want okay, a sp- then. I, I, gave you, I gave you all a spicy one. This is super spicy. It is spicy. Yeah. So I'm going to go with one. It's more of a shout out. Again, it's more, it's not like it's six, seven, eight, nine, or 10. It's just a decent song, but this group is dead now. So I want to give them a shout out. So my uh, honorable mention is by a girl group called Mix, and their song is called Love Is a Sudden.
Now, Mix is a group that I guess they had Chinese backing. Um, and so with the kind of Thad missile crisis issue, they the Chinese people were like, fuck Korea. Um, so they kind of like pulled their funding and the, the group disbanded. But, you know, we've weirdly liked, you know, their two songs. Mix is songs like I was trying to think about why I like this song. It, it's like we hear a lot of chill songs from boys. It is very yeah. rare we hear chill songs from a girls, especially a girl group. And this is like, it's not chill hip hop, but it's like chill pop. And they have this weird sound that nobody else has done or will ever do, I think. Yeah, I'm with you, Steven. Like, oh, I love, I really love this group. And I'm really sad that they're disbanded. Like, like everything you said, it's just when you hear the song, it just makes you feel good. But there's nothing like too crazy about it. The singing's not fantastic. And like the yep. beat is just really kind of plain almost with all these weird, like, kind of production effects in it but it works it works yeah i really will miss them because when this song shows up on my place i'm like damn like these girls were different and i was down with it. i was down with it have you heard this song uh, jonathan yeah this is a song that came out earlier in the year right like maybe even january february yeah like yeah you know um because i just pulled it up right now to look at it i was like which one is this one again no this song i remember if i remember correctly I, to be honest with you i haven't heard it in months but i think what i appreciated about this particular song is it has a very unique sound mm-hmm. it definitely has that chill vibe to it like you mentioned but i just feel that the sound in general of the song was kind of unique like i guy like, really appreciated it and it's kind of kind of like oh really they're disbanded i honestly didn't know that right now until you told me but no, I remember this is a song that I thought was definitely fine. I liked it when I when remembering when it first came out. But yeah, definitely a chill song. I thought that the the sound of it was unique. Um, I thought the music video was cute and like in regards to what you see versus like how the song sounds. I thought mm-hmm. that was uh, cleverly done. Um, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that they're not around. But I definitely, I, it's kind of one of those where you kind of like, oh yeah, you made me want to go back and listen to it again because I honestly think I might not have heard it since January. If I'm remembering correctly, give it a chance, man. Let Mix live on forever in our playlist. It's very possible. I mean, they were not popular. <laughs> yeah, they they were not. It was it was definitely a pocket pick for Steven and I whenever they came up. I think so. it's a good pick, though. Bravo. I'm happy you say so. Wasn't very, <laughs> wasn't very spicy, Steven. Yeah. I, kind of, I kind of expected it. I almost put them in my honorable mentions just because they disbanded. Yeah, I mean that was my reason. It, it's mm-hmm. not you know it's, I don't even know if it's top fifteen, but like it, it's a song that. It's just chill, chill girl song. You got to appreciate songs that's because especially right now in K-pop, a lot of things are sounding alike. Like you mentioned, everyone's trying to copy like the BTS and and everything else. And there's so much stuff that just kind of all sounds the same nowadays. So you got to really appreciate the moments where you get a song that invokes different emotions or just sounds different that you can really point out and appreciate. So kudos on picking that one. Cool. And now, uh, before we move on, some of our listeners um, have sent us their uh, top 10 lists. And we got a lot of them, so we're only going to uh, read the top five. What do you call your listeners? Chingus? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the, the Chingu verse? Our, our Chingus? Our ching- yeah, I guess we call them our Chingus. Our lovers? Uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I guess. I lovers. guess that's our. Yeah, we, we don't have like a fan. Yeah, group. I guess our, I guess that's our fact. We sometimes call them our listeners. and Sometimes we accidentally call them our viewers. <laughs> like, well, we did used to do videos. Um, but yeah, ch- our, our chigus? Yeah, yeah sure, our we'll go with that. We'll yeah. go with that. Our generic term. That's um, what I figured. Yeah, so our first uh, chingu that we're going to read is K-Man 23. And uh, 
It, it's the list is prefaced oh by saying uh, this list is terrible. <laughs> Dude, he talking about your listener, man. No, 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 he, no. that's what he, that's what he said. They wrote that. They oh, wrote that. They said. Oh, that's with. what you said. I was like, oh my oh, sorry. god. <laughs> but we will preface this like the most of the list that we get. Uh, it really just surprises us about uh, the different kind of taste that like our our chingus have in us because. Some of these were just like, what? Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> it's always crazy to me the how how different our, our listeners are and also like how much we've shit, shit on some of their some favorite Some of the songs, songs yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but uh, here we go. So K-Man 23, his number one of the year is uh, Kim Lips Eclipse. Uh, number two is Laboom's Hui Hui. Number three is Cards Don't Recall. Number four is Kresha Chu's Trouble. And number five is Sudan featuring Dean with one plus one equals zero. Uh, if you didn't see Jonathan's face there, uh, that was that was one of those <laughs> he, like he made huh? a face. He made a face. It was a huh. Josh, do you want to read the next one? Yeah. So the next one is by Allie Betwixt. I love you. Uh, Allie we Betwixt. love Allie. Um, she obviously put a t- uh, top ten, but I'm going to read the top five. Um, number one, Kim Lip uh, from Luna, of course, Eclipse. Two, Taeon. Um, she wrote, "Not going to apologize for this one." I, I freaking love the jazzy sad trumpet and anti-drop. Uh, the song is I Got Love, sorry. Uh, number three is Subin's Circle's Dream. Four, Produce 101's Never. And five, oh, that, that is a really w- weird one. Uh, I, featuring Tiger JK, I Wish. Hmm. Allie. Ooh, ooh Allie. Spicy. Ooh. And spicy. Just, just going down the rest of the list. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Spicy. Um, all right. One more. I'll read one more. Uh, the next one is by KK. And her number one is Sick K's Party uh, Shutdown featuring Crush. Number two, Loco, Too Much featuring Dean. Number three, Young Jun Hyung's Wonder If featuring Hayes. Number four, Taylor, I Feel Good featuring Lil Boy. I have no idea. Never that heard that. Is. Never heard that. Yeah. Number five is 24K, Only You. Hmm. I think those top three songs, song. they're they're amazing. I really love those, those uh, at least the top two. I was going to. Put them in my list, but slipped out. Really liking the chill, chill hip hop songs right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad list. Thank you so much for your list. We're gonna read a bunch more later. Let's move on to Jonathan. Your last honorable mention. I'm gonna go with man, because I I want to swap. I want to swap. So I'm trying to like think go of with your heart. I want to do this. Uh, you know, you're right. I'm gonna go with my heart. I'm gonna say my last honorable mention is Blackpink's "As If You're It's Your Last."
Now, I initially had this one in my top five. I actually do like this song. I don't know Ooh. if it was. I don't. I don't consider it better than the songs that they've come out before. But you know, I have to be true with myself and true with the fact that I. I mean, the song came out I think a week ago, mm-hmm. and I kid you not, I probably have heard it. I would say over thirty times, and that's from my just having it play because the girls love the song researching it for my podcast, listening to it, watching the video, watching the dance rehearsal, watching live performances. I think it's all accumulated about over 30 times. And it's a song where, don't get me wrong, and I I literally said this on my show, the song is a mess. I think it's a messy song. I think that it's not constructed the best. And to the parts that kind of make me cringe even now is a part where it kind of goes into this um, auto tune where they're they're trying to hit a high note, Jisoo and Rosie, and it's like it goes or something like that. Yeah, the like DJ speed up effect thing. Yes, yeah, I I just don't know why it's not necessary at all. Like to me, that that kind of kills the song. But I love Lisa's rap. Lisa's rap is, I mean, it's you know, I just really appreciate her as a, as a rapper. I like that part. As silly as you know, as as um, some of the lyrics on that part could be, uh, I think overall it's a good song. I pre- I like Rose. I like Jisoo, um, Jenny. I, I mean, I know a lot of people say that it's a song that sounds like it was meant for twenty one. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. And I've kind of gone past that whole. You know, oh my gosh, Blackpink sounds just like Twenty One. I mean, it's all YG, so it's all going to have a similar flair. But I think as a summer song, with it being, you know, hot as heck outside, and just being able to listen to a, a song while you're driving or when you're out, I just think it's an infectious song. I mean, despite the problems I do have with it, I think that's why I booted it from my top five. Um, I think the song is infectious, and I appreciate the song, and I like it. I want to premise this, if I'm sorry, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> this was possibly going to be in my dishonorable mentions uh oh yeah i i really do not like the song at all at all yeah there's there's a lot of things like qualms i have with this song and they don't necessarily uh line up with it sounding like 21 there there are i think some redeemable qualities in the song but as a whole i just i just cannot get behind it yeah we just talked about it in our last podcast and we went pretty hard. We went pretty hard on it. <laughs> pretty pretty nasty things were said, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I understand. Like, I, I think it's like the YG or the JYP or the SM bump, which is like, you're going to give it a shot more often than you probably would if it was some other group, right? And, you know, in general, songs almost always get better the more times you listen to it, you know? Um, did you like it at first or was it really after the 30 that you... Um, starting to like it. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't say it was after the thirty. Um, I do like it more, and I think if you were to if you were to go back and hear my my podcast, mm. I I think out of the three of us, oh no, Erica really did, you didn't really like it that much, did you? It's, it grew on you. I think Kim was the one that was really enthusiastic about it. I liked it, but I wasn't like blown away by it. I'm still not blown away by it. Mm. Um, but I, it definitely is one of those songs where I I mean. The first couple times you're it just like I said I, to me the first thing I thought was this sounds like a mess. It's just it, there's so many different there's just so many there's so much going on there's so many different tones so many different things happening in in one song and you know three mm-hmm. minute song. Uh, but it's one of those where I definitely just begin to appreciate it more. I think I would say about after the fifth time. Um, and then I, like I said I, I mean call it guilty pleasure or what it, or what you will but it's just one of those songs where. 
you know, it kind of reminds me of old K-pop, and I think it kind of reminds uh, Kim of old K-pop. But it's just, it's just, it's one of those where it's, like, there's certain parts that are bad, but it's almost like so bad it's good. Where I just, it's one of those where like, it makes me smile, and like I will literally will like want to like replay certain parts of it just because I don't know, it just brings out happiness inside me. It's a good summer song for me. Yeah, but I mean, just to say, Stephen and I are definitely the minority on this. Um, I think. All in all, people really like this song. It's uh, doing pretty good in Korea too. Yeah, I, I don't think it's doing you know whistle good and and uh, fire no. good, but no, I definitely do think whistle and boom by uh, playing with fire are better songs. I de- I will agree to that for sure. Like this song is cruising uh, at least on Melon in the, like the top three for the past couple weeks since it's been released. So but that doesn't always mean it's a good song. I mean, look at Winner; it was number one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, just joking, just joking. Uh, yeah, I, okay, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, just to throw back in your face, winners really, really was in the top ten eight weeks uh, this year, which <laughs> no, is I the know. most. I, trust me, I know it's it, it really well. Suck a dick. I no, I, 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 the reason I mentioned that is uh, this song. I think Blackpink and a lot of groups like Four YG they have a really big international following, and so yeah. it's. Not strange, but it's interesting to see that Korean people do like this song as well, like almost as much as I think the international audience. And Steven and I are just weirdos, so. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay <laughs> hey, you like that. what you like. You like what you like. Exactly, Jonathan. Well then, Josh, what do you like? What is your last honorable mention? Oh boy. Talking about the sub like when I hear it, it just makes me laugh and smile just because it's so silly and ridiculous. I just had to put this somewhere on my list because Every time I hear the song, watch a music video, it just cracks me up. I just can't, I just can't keep a straight face. It, the, it's by Gore-Tex and Black Nut. The song is called Silky Boys with the Z. Never heard this song? God, do yourself a favor. Don't think I've heard this song. Silky Boys. It is. Oh, it is terrible. Is is god awful, but in all the best ways. It's so. It's so bad. It's good. It's so bad. It's good. Like they're they're 
they're dressed in these gaudy ass outfits and doing these weird ass hip hop motions. And it's so over the top. Um, I think a dildo is mentioned in the music video. <laughs> you see a hairy, no, you it. see a hairy nipple by a skeleton. Uh, it's it's just it's got it's got the whole package. It's yeah. got the whole package. But for for the record, it is a joke song. It is meant not yeah. to be serious, and so a lot of that stuff it's is like a, forgiven. So it's like a parody, kind of. It's like, but the, it's like half serious, but it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. It's like they know they're hamming it up, right? They're not going like full hard. You know, they're not trying to be Henry, right? They're not trying to be NCT. You know, but they're they're kind of hamming it up. You know, and the song is yeah. a very big r kelly ignition remix sound oh i do like ignition i mean that's all i hear when i listen to the song um, it's a good song like i the song is i think pretty good and the music video is just what mm, and those lyrics mm, just yeah i think everybody should at least watch it once turn on the closed captions get in silky boy territory like just for the funnies it's man. a good time it's just hilarious i just can't it just makes me happy i just mm. yeah I'm surprised not. You on look top happy five. now. I was I was gonna put in my top five, but I couldn't bring myself to put this song in my top <laughs> five. It would just show what a year 2017 has been if I could put this joke rap song in my top five. Yeah, that is true. Um, well, it's not on my list, sadly to say. I do enjoy it, but it's definitely not. I don't enjoy it to Josh level of enjoyment. It's oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> but your last album mention, Steven, let us know. All right. Uh, this is also not very spicy. I think mm-hmm. this is on your list, as we've been hinting at. We're going to talk about it, Josh. This song was produced by your Poppin' Dragon, a.k.a. Jin Young himself, uh, from Highlight. It's by a solo girl. Her name is Kresha Chu, and her song is called Trouble.
This ain't on my list. This ain't on your list. No, I knew it was going to be on your list I was somewhere. Thinking. I knew it was going to be on your list somewhere. No, because I know you like this song a good amount. I do. So this, uh, we had actually a lot. Right after I was like, there's not that many solo girls. And all of a sudden, solo girls were just streaming out of everybody's butthole. And I think of this year, for me, this is the best solo girl song, which is crazy to me. Because uh, there's some big, big names, you know, Minzy. You know, Chunga. Oh my God, there's a whole bunch more that like I can't Taeyang, think of on the top uh, of my head. So he, right? Is it Heizy, that other girl? Heiz? Heiz? Yeah, Heiz actually has a has a song that just got put out and it's doing really well on the charts. Yeah, that Teddy Bear song. I don't consider Haze. I, I know I should, but Haze is art and R&B girl, you know? So I'm, I'm specifically kind of thinking of like pop artists, you know? And, you know, a lot of our listeners, you'll see later, they really like the Kim Lip stuff from Luna. Oh yeah, but I, I really just like Crush It Choose because it it makes me smile every time I hear that. It makes me smile. It's very upbeat. I think it's got catchy parts in it that I'm just like, you know, I yeah yeah I you know, yeah. after I hear it, I um, I think she does a very very good job of a lot of things. The music videos I think pretty good. There were no parts where I was like, ooh, I you know. Maybe it's because I didn't have that many expectations for her, you know, as opposed to some of the other girls. But um, overall, I, I still think that Kresha's is my favorite solo girl, not including Hayes. <laughs> no, that's a that's a good assumption or that's a good kind of tile to put on her. I, I really, really like this song as well, Stephen. Like uh, we were singing it beforehand, so I knew that one of us was at least going to put it on. Uh, this is one of the songs that just barely missed my top five. The song is really, really great, but there are parts during, I think, the verse where I'm kind of just like, oh, I really wanted to get to the catchier parts. And it might not be a problem that the that the verse is like really boring. I think the verse is fine. It's just the chorus and like the breakdowns, kind of those parts are, are just so much better um, than the rest of the song. But yeah, it, if I had to like make a top 10, this would be like six, seven, eight. Like it's got to be in one of those spots. And there's a really big Ailey feel to it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I can really hear that. And maybe it's because I miss old Ailey. You know, Ailey nowadays just sings OSTs and will randomly release a song. Um, but I really do miss this kind of older, um, poppier kind of uh, Ailey sound. So Yeah, I agree. I think this this goes back to one of those songs I haven't heard enough of. But just from you mentioning it and, and me recalling uh, what I thought when I first heard it, I think it does have a strong Ailey feel. Because you're right, it kind of brings it back to that old Ailey um, yeah, and I and I also agree with Josh that the most memorable parts of the song, or you know, for me, the most memorable parts of the song is the chorus. It has a strong chorus. Like in K-pop, some songs the verses are kind of weak, but the chorus can be so strong, and then it has that vice versa effect where the other parts could be so good, but then the chorus really isn't that memorable or isn't that strong. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good song. It's one of those where I w- want to go back to now and listen to it again. But um, I. I I agree with you. It kind of has that old Ailey feel, and that kind of makes me like it a little bit more, too, because I really appreciate the old Ailey. Yeah, that you and I kind of sound, you know? Yes. Love that song. And again, I mean, it's crazy to me that this is made by the Highlight guy, you know? Like, it's so different than B songs and Highlight songs, so different than his solo songs, you know? Um, So it's, it's really interesting to see his kind of range. Yeah, I mean, like, go listen to this song, and then go listen to that song, Wonder If, and they're just completely different but anyways let's move on i guess to our top five and we've already heard a little bit from josh but uh these are in no particular order again 
Um, so, Jonathan, why don't you talk about your first top five song? Okay, and I, I think you're right. I don't. No, this isn't in any particular order. Number five isn't any better or worse for me than like number one. Um, it's hard. So I agree with you there. And I actually booted Blackpink's for this song because I really do appreciate this song. Not necessarily just for the song, but the story behind the song and and the story in general. Um, but for me, that's uh, Tiara's "What's My Name." TR is a group that we've actually been a fan of a lot. We've talked about it and we've covered it. And I think for me, this song just kind of bookends perfectly to the career that they've had and to, um, you know, the the culmination of the bad press that they've had, Mm. all the drama that went behind them, two members, you know, leaving early because their contracts had expired in May. And then you have the four girls who kind of come together for this song. And for me, what I like about this song is, and it's funny because like, Kim will it's completely like the opposite feeling of what I have is for her. It's not tiara enough. It's not old school tiara. It's not tiara esque. And for me, that's kind of what I appreciate about it. And that's what I like about it is the fact that it sounds like a song that it's, it's good for it being a veteran girl group. That's that's, uh, you know, coming to their end and it has that maturity to it. It it has a, a chorus that I really do appreciate. I love GN's um, solo intro in the beginning to kind of start the song off. And it's a song that makes me sad that Tiara, you know, they're kind of, I don't believe they're disbanding, I believe, after after this all goes through. But um, yeah, for me, it's a song that I like. And I think Brave Sound produced it as well. So that's always a good thing, too. Woo! Now, now, Steven. You want, do you want to go? Just just let it all out, Steven. Uh, just let it all out. So actually, you Twittered me, right? You you sent me a, uh, you mentioned me. I and did. Was like, uh, oh, this is a Brave Sound song. I was like, oh, I'm so excited because I really liked uh, Tiara is So Crazy. That was one of the better Brave Sound songs in the last two years. And so I was like, man, what are they going to do? Like, which Brave Sound is going to show up? And then I heard the song and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> now, to me, I think it's a chill song, too. It's not, it doesn't. I mean, it's not what I was expecting when I when I heard a brave sound was producing it. I was expect. Right. I mean, my initial reaction was I thought the song was going to sound different than what it was. 
But I think I kind of appreciate that what it was is it was kind of a more... It was, to me, it's a very chill song. I think it's a very chill song. It's not very dance. I mean, even though they, there is a dance performance of it, it definitely wasn't what I thought it was going to be when I heard that Brave Sound was producing it. Right. No, no I totally agree because he has different styles. You know, he's got the big style that everybody kind of knows. And then he has yeah. kind of the slower, quote unquote, sexier kind of style, um, which Brave Girls used to use. And uh, a lot of B-sides kind of use this. And I do think this is like... Uh, slow enough that it's it could have been sexier which i actually was shocked that they didn't go super sexy well, it's, because- see and that's actually why i appreciate it i hate to sorry to cut you off but i actually appreciate that it didn't go sexy because i felt mm-hmm. that it's with it being their last song and it's kind of their their goodbye and their send-off i appreciated the maturity that the song kind of had and the video that it didn't go to that sexy size because tr is sexy i mean you know mm-hmm. they that's kind of how a lot of their songs have that to it um so for me personally i kind of appreciated that they didn't go that route i, I can understand that i, I kind of felt that it's not that i wanted sexy you know it i just felt it was a little of a weird tonal mismatch to me sometimes when listening to the song and then watching the the music video oh yeah they don't yeah go together because as you said the music video is very like sa- a little kind of sad and a little kind of like it does seem kind of goodbye-ish right like almost nostalgic kind of like oh right. let's all hug and yeah um now the problem is is that because it's rave sound some broken part of my brain is like just give it a chance man and every time i heard this song i liked it more i like liked it slightly more so like a spoiler um this song was actually in our big names no games section of our last main episode and <laughs> the funny thing was that when we first heard it, me and Steven kind of had the same reaction. We we're just kind of like, oh, we're not we're not really into this. And it's Brave Sound, so we're a little bit more disappointed. So we're just going to put it in the big names, no name, in the big names, no game section. And like, you know, we listen to the songs a little bit more to like prep for the podcast. And Steven's like, oh, Josh, I think I'm starting to like it a little bit more. I think I'm about to bump it to the, <laughs> to the main part of the section. And now we've come to this week, Steven. Yeah, like it, it was on my playlist because I put it on my playlist and I, it just came on and I didn't know who sang it. And I was like, man, this song's pretty good. And then I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, fuck, this is that Tiara song. Amazing. <laughs> so I, I do enjoy it. It's okay. It. Embrace it. I, I think it's definitely top. And I don't want to say top anything. I, de- I enjoy it. Yeah, don't it. say that. <laughs> I do personally think the chorus is the worst part of the song. There's some kind of weird dichotomy between the song and then the tone that that they're singing during the chorus it's it's just kind of weird to me but when nobody is singing and only the backing track is playing then i'm like oh yeah this is i'm this is where brave sound kind of shines but um uh yeah for me i'm just uh i'm just whatever like i at first when i first heard the song i did have like disappointments about it but now that i'd have heard it a few more times like i've mainly because steven's like it's grown on me uh it's like a, a dirty <laughs> dirty fungus that brave sound fungus yeah. and i listened to it a few more times it's okay but i definitely you know wouldn't put it on a top list that's for sure but i don't hate the song i do have to like go on the record and say that and i think for me it was a, it's a, it i didn't love it the first time i heard it when i first saw the video i was like i i think i the video certain parts of it was more memorable than the song um but once we you know, when we heard that they won that one award and we started watching the live performances of them winning and 
their reaction and we just kept tr- watching those live performances uh it definitely gr- it definitely grew on me to the point where i really did like it a lot i didn't hate it when i first heard it and i didn't dislike it it was just like oh you know it sounds fine uh but for me one of those it's once it grew on me like it stuck on me it was stuck on me i mean that's the brave sound special you know yeah and also the story the story helps out too right it like gets you swept oh, up in emotions as well so yeah, I didn't know anything. I, I thought they were just going to continue as TRN4. I didn't know that they were going to break up soonish after this, is what you're saying? That's my, I mean, I need to, I need to research it. Because I know that two of the girls, their contracts did end, mm. and they're gone. Mm. Um, but I think Kim was telling me that one of the performances that they just released was their last one. Mm. So, and I heard that on their, one of their, their new album, there's a combination of like all their songs together. So as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure they're done. I mean, that sucks. I mean, Tiara, I think for me and very similarly, maybe for Josh, is one of those very big name groups that I just was never a huge fan of. Um, I was never really into their their stuff, so I don't have that kind of uh, connection that, Yeah, connection to them. But I, I'm always just going to be annoyed that it's called What's My Name in English. And like in my head, every time I hear What's My Name, it's instantly just four minutes. Granted, yeah. the, the Korean is a different name or a different uh Korean in, but, Let me uh, ask you something. How is um, Tiara perceived in Korea? Like before, I mean, with the whole scandal, before the whole like I know that like the people they all kind of turned on the girl. How high high young? I believe her name is. Like before yeah. that whole revelation came to light, like were they really hated as much as it's perceived on the internet? So it's it's very hot and cold in Korea. And I think because TR is such an old group and they're not so much in the spotlight anymore. Um in the spotlight. It's, yeah, it's it's not it's not a huge deal. I think the fans that have stuck with them for so long are still their fans. But at that time where that scandal broke, TR was one of the most hated like groups ever that I've seen like for anything. And I don't think they've ever really recovered. I don't think people actively hate them anymore, but they are definitely not that popular in Korea. I mean, not even since I've, we've come, I, I don't, for four years, I rarely ever hear the word Tiara ever. Wow. Granted, there we spend a lot of our judgment time with middle schoolers and, you know, uh, younger people, <laughs> yeah. but, and that's not really their demographic. But I honestly, I can confidently say I don't think I've ever heard anybody mention Tiara ever. Um, like just in oh, conversation wow. or like, have you heard the new Tiara song? Like, never. Mm. Yeah, maybe not as hated as much as when the first like the scandals and all that like started, but definitely just not on anybody's mindset anymore. It's probably because of all those scandals, actually. But they were spending a lot of time in other countries, you know, even before all that stuff. So, um, oh yeah, they're huge in China. Yeah, huge, yeah. absolutely huge in China. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Like, why do all these groups just focus on Japan now? Why is got you know not got so now two p.m. always in Japan? So they make way more money. Why do they need you know? Why do way they need more popular? A, yeah, yeah to worry about Korea. So it makes sense why Tiara has, you know, I don't think it was because of the scandal that they lost mindshare. I think it was because of China focusing on, yeah, focusing on overseas and the scandal and the fact that a lot of their songs since their heyday have not been particularly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree to that. Anyways, let's move on to, uh, well, Josh, we already talked about, I guess, two of Josh's picks. Yeah. Um, so we'll say this one is pristine's, Wee 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 wee. 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 Do, do you want to talk about that again, Josh, or anything? Um, I th- I think I talked about it a, a decent amount, but I mean, I I just really like the song, and it 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 might be in my top ten. 
And they're, they're so hot. Good. I just want to mention so, again how hot but they are. But a lot of them are so young, um, yeah. which makes me feel uncomfortable about how sexualized some of the stuff that they're Like, I haven't looked do. up any of the members, but they all look crazy young. They're like, so I would pretty. say at least what, 16, 17. They're, they're, they're too but in Korea, pretty for how young they are. Then, right? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of them are 17, 18, 19, 20. Uh, but there are two of them that are 16. No! Uh, particularly <laughs> one of them... May or may not be the hottest one, and she may or may not be. Def- definitely is. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, uh, moving on then. Uh, I guess I'll talk about my number five, or I guess one of my top five. Um, since you mentioned Brave Sound, I guess I'll continue on that train. Um, we probably, I think we talked about this when you were on our last K-pop roundtable, but my or one of my top five is by Brave Girls. And mm. the song that I chose is Memory. Brave Girls had two songs. You know, Roll In was the main single, but Memory was the B-side single. We, we've talked about that a lot, you know, in our roundtables, on our show. But this is just Brave Sound, I think, at his best, especially in 2017. And, and Brave Sound's not been doing well in the last two years. He's, he's not, I don't know what he's doing, but he ain't doing well. But this is kind of a throwback to just fun, bumping, lots of doobity boops, lots of... uh just catchiness and funness and i just i really like this song memory i think even the videos a like a throwback too like it kind of reminds me of old k-pop the video I, I really like the video also uh well there is uh no video for memory there is one for roland oh not that one. i'm sorry yeah roland that's the one with the, yeah. the stools right or the chairs yeah. yeah 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 that one that's what i'm talking about yeah I mean, Roland would also be on my top five, maybe, you know, uh, but we do have the rule of one song per artist. I, I like memory slightly more, even still now. I think I've said why in a billion other podcasts, but um, was that on anyone else's list? It wasn't on mine. Sorry. It wasn't I, on I, mine. Sorry. I was thinking about it, um, but I just, I enjoy the song, but not enough to put it on my list. It's still one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I, I, def- I definitely know that this was going to be on your list, like for sure, because this is really like right up your alley. But I don't know whether it's because I'm kind of getting tired of the style or just because Brave Sound hasn't really been doing much. But lately, like the, the songs that Brave Sound has been putting out, like they haven't hit me in the same way as they've hit me before. And like 
I do enjoy the songs to like a certain degree, but I'm not like jamming to them as much as like, you know, like those AOA songs or, you know, some older like Brave Sound hits. I mean, it is definitely not that level. It is not defining a girl group level of Brave Sound, you know, not Four Minute, you know, not AOA, not Sistar, you know. But again, in an era of not, there just hasn't been that many catchy songs, you know, in this year. I, I dig it. I love it. Every time I never skip this song, it's always a great song. It, it's like a pizza hot pocket for me when I'm really craving pizza, you know, like it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good, but it's not pizza, you know? Like, True. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, it, it, I think it, if you think of it as having that legacy of, of, you know, all those chart defining songs, like I, I can understand that. Yeah. I just can't divorce it in my mind. I think that might be the issue. I understand. But I love it, it. But it's still a good song. It's a fun song. Yeah, it's still a good song that I think yeah. should get more listens than... And it's got a backing track that just makes me... Like, if I'm going to run, I think... Not that I ever run, because I would never run. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, I would definitely listen to this song. Uh, okay, well, we finished uh, two more blocks, so we are, again, going to read some of the lists from our listeners. And, uh, Josh, why don't you start with this one right here? All right, so this is from one of our chingus, a DML5512. Uh, number one is La Boom Hui Hui. Two, Gugudan's Girl Like Me. Number three, uh, WJSN or Cosmic Girls, Ujusun Yoder, uh, I Wish. Uh, was that was that this year? It was. Oh, okay. Uh, number four, Dreamcatcher Chase Me. Number five, Blackpink As If It's Your Last. I I, I do want to mention the I Wish because that was, was going to be one of my honorable mentions. I don't know who that person is, but I liked their list. Yeah, I like that list too. Um, but I did not know that I wish was this year. It was, I think, January fourth or something like that. It was very early. Hmm. A lot of songs came out in January. That was like a hot month. Yeah. Well, I I do have to say that if if I had known that, I, I think it just slipped under my radar. But if I had known that, it might have made one of my honorable mentions because Cosmic Girls are like my my guilty pleasure right there. Like that song is really good. Yeah. No, they, uh, we said in our Patreon only podcast, but it was like. This is the creepiest of all creep songs this year. Like, I didn't actively search the song out. I didn't actively watch any performance videos, but it just showed up on my playlist. And every single time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, who is this? Oh, shit. It's it's Cosmic Girls. Why do I like this so much? I would go as far to say it's one of my favorite girl group songs of the year. Interesting. Yeah. It's maybe more. Do you like this more than Happy? Yes, hmm. I do. I also think. I don't want to give away too much, but it definitely would be, I think, in my top five. Oh, okay. Favorite girl group songs of the year. I mean, there's a lot of girl group songs, but that's not really saying much. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you, DML5512. I'm going to read the next one by Lauren Elise. Uh, number one, Brave Girls Rollin', Rollin', Rollin'. Rollin', Rollin', Rollin'. Uh, number two, Twice's Knock, Knock. Interesting. Number three, Day Six's Dance, Dance, and Say Wow. Number four, Dreamcatchers, Good Night. And number five, Cards Don't Recall. Interesting. Interesting picks there, Lauren C. Yeah. I, my favorite Day 6 song is still I'll Wait. But, they I mean, they release, what, a song every every, every month? month? Every yeah. month. Every month this year. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, let's read one more, Josh. All right. So this one's from Mindtron. Uh, number one, Winner Really Really. Number two, I'm Save Me. Number three, Suran's one plus one equals zero. That's, of course, featuring Dean. Number four, Kim Lip uh, from Luna, Eclipse. Five, Gugudan's A Girl Like Me. 
Interesting. That is a spicy. Mm. I don't know this. That's I'm interesting. Song, yeah, that's that's coming up. Um, no, the other one was I, amount. not I. Ah. The other one was I featuring J- Tiger JK. Okay, okay. Um, this is a different one. I don't know of either songs. I feel like I like one of these. I don't mm. know if it's I'm or if it's I, but I feel like one of yeah, these is on one my playlist. One of these songs know. I've heard before, and one of them is I'm confusing for the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all right. Thank you so much again. We're going to read more later. Let's move on to Jonathan's next top five song. Oh, it is I again. Okay. Give me some more of that spicy. I'm going to go with, and this is a song that when I first heard it, I liked it. I thought it was fine. But, you know, we're, we're, we're at this part of the year, and um, I appreciate it a lot more, and I like it a lot more. And that's going to be Day Six's I Wait. Um, it's like, like you said, Day Six. Uh, I think out of the six songs that they've released so far this year, I think three are pretty strong. And uh, I I had used to have another one uh, above the, above I Wait, but I think at it being six months in, because I Wait was the first one that they kicked off in January, and being it six months um, into the year with that song, definitely, definitely like it a lot more it's just one of those where it's gotten to the part of the point where the problems i did have with it uh, i've just accepted i've gone to the acceptance part and they don't bother me as much anymore and it's just now it's just a purely joyful song always brings me in the mood to watch some anime uh, i love the end so the, the end course part where they're just jamming out there's no lyrics i wish that part was longer definitely a good song i mean i, I love rock and roll and i think a lot of my list has a lot of good rock in it uh, but day six, I wait. Great song. Yo, I'm I'm really behind you on this. I think of all the songs, like you said, they released this year. I think this is definitely the strongest one. Uh, for me, I think I've always appreciated day six, like for what they've been doing and like the type of music they put out. But maybe it's just like not my cup of tea um, that I haven't really like super, super enjoyed the songs. I've always enjoyed their songs like a decent amount. And it kind of is the that throwback to a little bit more of like those you know anime rock openings that I really yes. liked when I was younger, but I, I just maybe I'm just not in a point in my life where like those songs are like my Jimmy Jam. So like Day Six, they're 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 good, and I always kind of keep an eye out for them. But I'm never just like, oh yeah, Day Six, that's my jam, you know? Yeah, uh, I I mean I like I just said I do really like uh, I'll wait. It's one of those songs where 
it kind of gets me excited. Like it gets me like really up in there. I'm just like, you know, the singing yeah. kind of builds me up and then kind of the, the J Rocky of it kind of lets me enjoy it. You know, there's not that many rock songs in, in, in the Korean landscape and the good one, like I like Marmello's puppet a lot. I like this song. I don't really, I still don't really like the Dreamcatcher song that much, but I know of course a lot of our listeners like that, but I think day six, I'll wait is, is the best one. I, I do think some of their releases are a little, they're, n- they're never bad. But they're kind of weak. But yeah, the, no, I definitely agree. I understand why they're not that popular, you know, because it, it is such a niche thing, you know, and they are a little bit more rock than like CM Blue is doing and, and those bigger pop bands are doing. I, I worry that, you know, that they just keep releasing song after song every month. Maybe they should like wait a little bit, you know, like yeah, slow focus down. on better, you know, quality over quantity, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, like I said, I think for it being six months in, I think three of them are out of the three that I think are good. Two of them are fine. And then, you know, I wait's real strong. And I liked, I can't remember the name of it for some reason. The one that came out in April. I liked that where it was in March. I, thought, I liked that one a lot too. But I, I mean, to be honest with you, the other two or three, I feel like they bleed together. Like I could not, and I've heard all of them quite a few times, but I couldn't just like really pinpoint one out because I feel like they all kind of went into this where it's like it's strong and it's rock and it's they're going they're going and then it kind of goes with this other like like oh we're not so hard and we're a little bit soft rock and it's just kind of all bleed together so i think you're right on the quality over quantity thing i yeah. think especially oh sorry oh i was gonna say like gun to my head you're like how many day six songs are there i would have been like three but the fact that you're saying there are six like that really i think goes to show how much they kind of bleed and are similar oh definitely yeah, and day six, I think they have to be extra careful, especially in the Korean market. Korean market, a lot of people don't pay attention to anything that's not a single. And right. them putting out a single every month um, is a little bit dangerous because in the Korean market, you do need to have some buffer time between single and another single, um, unless you're just like, you know, one of the huge ass names. But even then, that's kind of detrimental, I think, in mindshare in total. Um, I think for the Korean market, you need to to have this nice balance of you're you're there and you're always there and always doing something and i think the sweet spot might be like every couple months uh, like one single so one i think one single every month is pretty extensive like you said gun to my head i would have said there's two day six songs this year um because those are the only ones i, I kind of paid attention to but i'll wait is definitely one of them so but I think it's, I mean, it's cool that they're up there, you know? I kind of respect that they're, you know, they're doing something different where, like, look, we're going to have, you know, 12 songs in a year, you know, basically what it is. Right. And I, I kind of, I respect that it's, they're taking that instead of doing the whole, you know, a, a one album every, once every six months. I'm not saying that it's it's a, a great idea because I feel like, and, and you guys could obviously tell me better than I would say, you know, say this myself. But I imagine where it's kind of one of those things where, like, if a chain mass produces, like, a store on every corner, eventually people just kind of buy, go past it and they kind of cave in on themselves. Like, I wonder if that's, by the end of the year, like, how the perception of them is going to be. Because you, there's just no way you can produce 12 fantastic songs, you know, right. um, when you're doing it that way. So I kind of wonder how... If anything's ever, it's gonna hurt them in any type of way, or you know, they're obviously their fans are they're gonna be their fans, but like, how many are they gonna be able to grow and bring along throughout the year? 
because it's kind of where it's kind of gotten to the point, especially with their last song that came out. I was like, oh, yeah, they're doing this thing again, huh? And it's just, oh, the song just kind of sounds like the last one. Sounds fine. Like, it just, yeah. I don't know, made me kind of, it uh, depreciated a little bit. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. No, I, I agree. I agree. Totally agree, yeah. Um. All right. Well, Josh can't really say anything again. Uh, Winner, winner, or winner, winner, chicken dinners, really, really. Uh, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I like that it's black and white. Actually, uh, if I know that Cosmic Girls was this year, it would it might have bumped really, really like totally out of any list of mine. Um, I just really like that song. Okay, I mean, okay. I mean, winner winner's song is probably like if I had to rank them, it would be number five. You know, the thing speaking then the the thing with the I Wish song though is that like I really dislike the choreography. I think the choreography is so cheesy. It's so and funny it's though, so bad, and they they don't even do it in sync very well. Like every time I watch them, it's just so herky jerky, yeah, and the they don't really do it really well. I think that's why I like Happy uh, a little bit more, but I I, I don't want to say it's a bad song. It's definitely not bad. Oh, either. like one hundred one hundred percent. Happy's music video is like a million times better than um, I wish. So, um, all right. Well, then I guess my turn again. Let us know, Steven. Um, how do I want to do this? Uh, do you want to go s- not spicy to spicy? No, I don't want to go that spicy. I know what I'm going to do. I want to, because the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to do not spicy, and then my last ones are going to be real spicy. None of mine are spicy. All right. You can expect all of mine. My next one, we already talked about Pristine, so I'm going to talk about Pristine again. The only reason Wee Woo is not on my list is because I like their B-side song better still. Um, So their song is called Running. Similar to Brave Girl's Memory, this is a B-side song where I like both of them. I like Wee Woo a lot. I like Running a lot. Running, I like it more because it doesn't have those weird parts in it. Oh, not um, fair. I said I like Running better, but you put Wee Woo on my list. Well, you said Wee Woo, <laughs> and then 75% well, through, you're like, oh, actually, Running was No, there, because so. I so I mentioned Pristine, obviously, on my list because he talked about Pristine, and I thought, since we we're talking about the artist, then to just throw it out. So is running on your list or is Wee Woo? No, on running your list? running is on my list. I like running better than Wee Woo. Okay. So why, <laughs> I, Josh? Tell me why. Because we didn't because we I mean you tell us why, because it's your your pick, but go ahead. <laughs> Just go, man. Uh I know I already said it. I like running more because it it from A to a B, it's uh 
it's just A to B. There's no A to C to B to D to random rap part to random Superman that hoe to random, you know, something else. It's a very simple song. It's not particularly fancy, but I think it would have done very well as a title song. I still think it's one of the best girl group songs of uh, the year so far. And it has my favorite accidental lyric. What is that lyric, Steven? You know, I said that and then I couldn't remember exactly. All I know is she's like, she's like, where, where's my pussy or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I got to hear this song now. No, it's it. That's not the lyrics. I can't remember what the actual the lyric actual is. The actual lyric, she's like, where's my pixie? She's trying to say yeah, pixie. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, But in sure. my head, it's, it's, what, it's always like, pussy. It's so. like, where's my pussy or where's my pix pussy or something like that? What's my pussy? It's it's something like that, but it definitely sounds like pussy. Yeah, I'm there with you, Steven. Yeah. I, bo- I remember when we heard it, we were just kind of like, what? Do we hear it right? But I'm, I mean, I'm totally... In the same like wheelhouse as you, Stephen, uh, running is I think a better song like from start to end, but I do think there are some parts in Wee that I think are more catchy than like the catchiest parts in Running. If I had a choice, I would have both these songs in my top five. I like them both that much. So Pristine, I'm pretty sure we'll at least see one of these songs in the top ten at the end of the year, unless you know 2017 the last like five months are just going to be you know fucking bonkers, but you can expect to see one of one of the two of these songs, if not both, in my top ten at the end of the year. Well, we'll never get both of them because we still have. Yeah, because we still have like this that. stupid rule. Well, actually, it's not a stupid rule because I think who was it that made this rule? It was either J Park or AOA. It was originally AOA because we had three rule, AOA yeah. songs that year that we were like, well, we can't, can't just, just put all three there. One, two, three, AOA, yeah, and then J Park the next year. But uh, okay, that's Pristine's running. Will you also great song? Yeah. Jonathan, what's your mm-hmm. third top five song? My third top five song, and oddly enough, you mentioned it already. Uh, or we mentioned it on, I don't think in a good way. <laughs> and that's going to be Dreamcatcher's Chase Me. <laughs> Now, I like this. I mean, the choreography of the song kind of reminds me of old K-pop. But and I I, what I really love about the song is it has a strong rock flair to it. Like it kind of goes back to kind of reminds me of old anime intro, you know, so to speak. And it's just a song where, uh, for me, it just it 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 just all plays well together. I love the small little moments where there aren't any any singing at all, 
and you just kind of hear the chase me in the background and the, the rock is just going and then the song kind of slows down and then a, you know, one of the girls comes and she sings her part and just picks right back up. Uh, and it's one of those where I it's it's funny because I've listened to it a lot. It's one of those where I forgot that it didn't that it came out this year. Like for me, it kind of feels like an old song. And when I was kind of going through and trying to figure out which songs I want to put on this list, I was like, oh, my God, I was like, Chase Me came out this year. That's right. And I just listened to it again, watched the dance, um, the pre- dance practice of it. And it's just a song that I really do like a lot. Like for me, it it just kind of translates to what I like in music in general, which is, you know, good vocals, you know, a, a good a good um, instrumentals behind it. And it's a song that I like, appreciate. Cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, I understand. It's just like day six. This is kind of just the genre that I, I used to like. I'm just not super down with like currently, but I do still appreciate what they're doing, like in the whole like grand scheme of like the market. And apparently a lot of our, our slack jingles feel the same way too. Yeah, this, I mean, this is, I love, this is, should be in my wheelhouse. Really? Yeah, should I'm be. surprised. It's, you didn't like it as much. I actually don't think it's That's a cool music enough. video too. I actually hate, I hate the music video. <laughs> if it's the one I'm thinking of, <laughs> is this the one that it's really dark and there's a lot of cuts and they're in like a forest and then in a house or, or is that another one? Like torturing a guy in the hallway. I see. I don't even remember that, man. Oh, it has that shining feel. No, you don't remember. Maybe I need to, to to give uh, Dreamcatcher more of a chance. Give it another chance, yeah. Because I love guitar. I love guitars. I mean, again, one of the reasons like Marmello is up there. Day Day Six is up there. Uh, you know, Baby Metal is something I still listen to every once in a while because I just love guitar sounds. Um, not that I can play guitar, but just and there's parts of the song that remind me of Baby Metal. It's funny that you mentioned Baby Metal. Because to me, it had there's certain parts, uh, especially like kind of mentioned when there isn't any like singing where just the rocks going. Like it kind of reminds. That's kind of what I liked about it because it does remind me of baby metal. Mm. So that's kind of I me. Mean, like I said, the, the, that whole Japanese side of it because it kind of has that strong Japanese influence. That's kind of why I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think I should give it an, a couple more chances because it should it should be something that I like. And for some reason, I just never liked it. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Like. This is super, super J-Rocky, like kind of the very super, well, I don't want to say baby metal because baby metal is kind of like really metal metal. This is still still a little bit like not a step that high, but I can understand why a lot of people really, really like this song. But it's just not, it's just not my, not my wheelhouse is all. Yeah. Have you heard of Marmello's Puppet by any chance? Because I, I feel like you might really like it. Yeah, I think you would really like that, Jonathan. Uh, sounds familiar. The music video up, is not, not, not great, <laughs> um, but the the song I think you'll probably like. Yeah, it's like it five girls. Familiar. They're kind of dressed, kind of Pippi Longstocking kind of look, like blonde bob hair. Is that like, what's it called again? Yeah, yeah. The group name is Marmello, and the song is called, called Puppet. Yeah, I think you'll like uh, it. I like, know. I think I did hear this. This looks very familiar. Like I'm like okay with it. Like I think it's pretty good, and then all of a sudden near the end, there's just this like guitar riff, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm now I'm in, now I'm in this, like I, I I'm in this hole. Um, so I think you should check that out if you like band stuff, which obviously you do, because, uh, you know, two of your top five are bands. All right then, Josh, what's your third one? So I'm, I'm gonna go from least spicy to most spicy. So number three, or I mean, just another song that's not so spicy in my top five is Google Dawn with a song called Girl Like Me. 
Now, I think there's no, no, no surprise here that this is probably in your、uh, list too, right, Steven? I think this might be our favorite co group song of the year. At least it's in my top three. Guguran, this song, when I first heard it, I was like, this song is pretty good. The more I, he- the more I heard it, I was like, this song's one of the best girl group songs of the year.、Uh, the more and more I heard it, I'm like, this song might be the best girl group song of the year. And now I'm kind of like, this song is probably the best girl group song of the year, like for sure. <laughs> so, like, it, I, Interesting I, I, really, I really thought that this song was going to fall off, like a lot of songs kind of do for me. Uh, in 2017,、uh, I have this trend. I think the songs that come out and I like them initially a good amount, they kind of wane. And the songs that I either like so so like or not really like, those songs kind of go to the top for me. And this song, I think, is an exception because when I first heard it, I liked it. And then the more I listened to it, like the more and more I liked it, even though it does sound a little bit like that Pussycat Doll song. Yeah, it does. I, I do still hear it when I hear that song, but this song I think like, has everything. It's just, it's just hyped. It's just always going. And I, I just love it, man. I mean, I agree. It is also in my top five. At a point, this was my favorite girl group song.、Um, it did come out very early in 2017. And still now, I, I still fucking bang this song sometimes. It might be my second favorite girl group song right now,、mm. maybe third.、Um, but it's still, I think. A great song, a great song that I think just doesn't get that much credit, kind of in the overall mind share, because it's catchy. It has, I mean, not only does it have the pussycat part, but it, it has its own kind of catchy part, right? I think the driving bass is just so just in there. There's just not that many songs that are just like, yeah, it's always going. It's always going.、Um, and it's always going, but it doesn't feel rushed like some other songs do. I don't know. You know, I, and then I'll like, I've watched a lot of things from them, and like, there's just like lives of them doing it, and they can all sing like exactly as you hear it in a song. Like, you might think it's an effect sometimes, but they're actually just singing that way, and, and I found that very refreshing. And yeah, overall, I just really, really like this song. And I think it's such a sharp improvement over their. Their debut song, which, which was, was garbage. Trash fire. Which is garbage. But it was a really bad, but kind of good trash fire. Like, I kind of not was, sure if I agree with that, but like I would listen to that. I forgot what it's called, Wonderland, I think, where it's, it's like Wonder a children's,、yeah. it's like a children's kind of song that I'm just like, this is a trash fire. But I'm not I'm down with that song.、It. That song is not good. All right, well, I like that. This song is much, much, much better. Yeah, I think、uh, for me, I think it's a song that surprised me. I, I really do like the music video. I kind of like the visuals and the color palette and the color scheme that they use.、Um, girls are cute and I like, I like the outfits. Um, you know, this is a song that I, I'm kind of kicking myself for not maybe adding it to my own list because I feel like it kind of, when you're talking in the, in the grand scheme of, of K pop, where you got a group of girls, a lot of girls, and, and they're singing a song,、um, for me, it's, it, it, I don't think they get enough, it doesn't get enough love and attention as compared to like twice. But I do think that this song is stronger than the twice songs that have come out this year. But、oh, this one doesn't get the attention、yeah. that, like, obviously, Knock Knock or、um, Signal get. But I think that this is a song. I think the song is really entertaining. I think it's catchy. And I think the video, I mean, even if you listen to it, on, if you were to hear it on mute, I, just watching the video, it'll still captivate you to sit down and, and watch it because it's just, it's so the colors, it just really kind of just draws you to it. And the girls are cute and the outfits are good and the dance is good. So, no, I think this is a really strong song. This is one I really like a lot. 
Um, and then, all right, then we got to read some more lists from our listeners. We went through those pretty quickly. We had a whole lot more. So I want to go start with the Moose, Jesus. The Moose Jesus. The Moose Jesus himself. Uh, his number one song is, speaking of which, Twice is Knock Knock. Um, number two, Cosmic Girls, I Wish. Number three, April's April's Story. Number four, Seventeen's Don't Wanna Cry. And number five, Dreamcatcher's Chase Me. Hit and miss. Interesting song. Interesante. The Moose Jesus also wrote that, like, I remember very clearly his lists are always very girl group centric, which is like my spirit animal. And he mentioned that again, like, Seventeen's the only boy group in his uh, top ten. Yeah, they're all girls. Did, did you guys like that song, the Seventeen song? Uh, yeah. The the chorus, I think, is the only redeeming part of that song. I think, as far as uh, BTS Apes, um, I like the Monster X song more. The one that just came out, I can't remember what it's called. It, it was so recent. I have the. I think my main problem with the Seventeen song is that I can hear a good song in there. They just decided not to make a good song. They 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 made a middling song to me. Yeah, it's like a B minus in BTS copies, <laughs> in far yeah. as BTS copies are. Yeah. Definitely strong BTS copy. I think for me, well, the reason why I, I'm, for me, I personally was a little disappointed in the song is I feel like with their songs previous, especially last year, not this year, but last year, they kind of had a certain charm about them. Mm-hmm. In some sense, they kind of remind me of like Super Junior and they kind of remind me of like older K-pop. And I feel like with this one, they kind of... It just they did kind of did to me. They just kind of did a whole like one eighty, and it's it's. I mean, it's just it's just different. I feel like they kind of abandoned the unique sound that they did have previously. And I'm all about change, and I'm all about um, groups kind of reinventing themselves. But I feel like they kind of lost their charm in the song or in the video. Where I think it, like they the girls like it a lot, but I think it's like for me, it's kind of like what Josh said. I feel or Stephen, I feel like there is a, a strong song. There is a good song in there somewhere. But for me, I, I kind of appreciated their older sounds that I'm kind of like, eh. You know, I, I I mean, I didn't like the last year's worth of 17 releases, but at least they were unique in their sound. They're very 17. Yeah. yeah. And this right. is very much kind of like, not exactly the same, but, you know, GOT7 also kind of uh, got rid of their quirkiness and just started doing generic BTS copy songs. And I haven't liked any of them since then, you know? And... They never had an identity like Seventeen, so I think it's even worse. It's even sadder that Seventeen gave up their kind of musical-like yeah. choreography yes. and their musical-like exactly. uh, stuff to do this kind of copy. Like It was fun. Yeah, I mean, even though it might not have been quote-unquote working, I, I would argue that it was. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I just don't want to see Seventeen, which was a group from the get-go. I think Steven and I both had really high hopes for them mm-hmm. to kind of just like fade into the trends. And that's they had an amazing right. first year, man. Uh-huh. Especially like the that first two and a song, mm-hmm. right? Like they had an amazing mm-hmm. first year. A song of Ailey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, I, st- I don't think it's a bad song and I just... It's just not 17. It's just not 17. I'm really interested what they're going to do next because I do think this song charted better than their other songs. So, I mean... Which is upsetting, very upsetting. Well, that's what happens is when they when they start charting better, then the the company's like, oh, let's keep going this way, you know. Because the Korean market is very trendy, though. Like I get why they did it, kind of from a business perspective. I think it was a cop out, but I get why they did it because I didn't like their last couple of songs because they were the quirkiest songs, right? Aju Nice was really weird, um, but like I think they realized, oh, the this quirkiness is not resonating, so we're gonna go with what resonates, and sadly, that's you know. 
just more boy groups sounding the same, which I think is a huge, huge problem. 2017. I think that's why I like really, really because it is very different than all these other. Boy so I'm trying to press really, really on me. Okay, I'm sick. Of we're not. We're not <laughs> trying to strong arm you to like it really, really. But you're gonna love it at the end. Of this. <laughs> I know. Now I'm gonna. I, I have to listen to it after we hang up. I'm gonna go. You're gonna, you're to gonna listen to it one time at that dream catch or uh, that and uh, that Marmelo song. Yeah. Yeah, no, that one for sure, yeah. Yeah, but the next uh, top five from one of our chingus from Ninja Cat, in no particular order, twice Knock Knock, Oh My Girl's Coloring Book, B.I.G. 123, SF9's uh, Jungle Game, and of course, Marmelo's Puppet. This is a very interesting conglomeration. This is here and there and all over the place. Like, it's it's very interesting because all these songs are so different from each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what SF9 Jungle Game is. It's like one of every type, almost every type of genre you can get. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, the last one for this block, HJ119, Hero 10. And they're in no particular order, but we're only trying to read five. So I'm going to read five songs that have not been mentioned yet, okay? So we have Changmo's Maestro. We have FT Island's Wind, SF9's Easy Love, Rose's Knock Knock, and... Let's go with this one because I have no idea what this is. Jera stars the dream in dreams. Spicy. I don't even. Uh, okay. Four of those I'll five. Those I don't even know. That's <laughs> a that's a spicy list, man. That's spicy. All right. Speaking of spicy, let's go. We're on uh, the fourth song for you, Jonathan. Fourth of your top five so far. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with card. Don't recall. It's funny when Card first came out. Uh, I think was it like December of last year? Like I think it was Onana. Like people were just going crazy. People loved Onana, and for me, I didn't. I didn't find anything special in that song. I still can't find anything special in that song. I just think the song is okay. Um, so for my experience with Card was, I just like okay, that's I like the concept, you know, boys and girls. But I I wasn't really anticipating anything special at all with Don't Recall because I, I didn't care for an Onana. So when Don't Recall finally came out, it's just, for me, it's infectious. 
I mean, I love the song. I think it's one of those where in our my household, I think the girls are burnt out on it. Like it's one of those where it got annoying to them. But for me, I for me, like I personally just like it. Like I I could understand the problems some people may have with the song, but like I love the chorus. I love the how the guys vocals kind of they're a good contrast to each other because they're so different their rap styles are different their voices are different and same thing with the girls too and that's kind of what i love about it i feel like the song is like four square it's like four square they're all different and they just bleed so well together or like just meshes well together yet still staying um independent of each other um so don't recall i love the video and it's one of those songs too where I could show someone who isn't into K-pop, I can show them that song, and they'll like it and appreciate it. The Korean version, not the English version. I think the English version's terrible, but I love the Korean version of this song. I, I fully agree with the last thing you said, which is I think <laughs> Card is very good internationally, right? It's good to show people who are not into K-pop and be like, hey, it's more than just cheesy nonsense, right? And boys wearing lipstick and BB cream. Yeah, like they can be mature and kind of sexy and kind of have this modern sound i do like the song i don't think the song is bad but oh nana is like a hundred times better man oh really for me you know what i think i need to hear it more honestly oh nana i've heard it about three times and i don't know what it is i just can't get into it i think it's kind of interesting i think that's really interesting because don't recall an oh nana sounds so similar to me and maybe that's the problem but i just i don't know just the certain parts that i like in don't recall i just like i like it a lot like the parts that i that kind of stand out to me just really do and with oh nana I, I don't know it's one of those where i think i've only heard it maybe a handful of times i need to hear it again but it's just one of those where i try to get into it i'm like eh. i mean i i understand i mean you know at, at least you you pick don't recall and not rumor oh because that, yeah, god no rumor is a trash fire no yeah i agree to that one like, oh, Nana came out, like you said, the very end of 2016, and it was so fucking good for us that it, I mean, made our top 10. I made very high on our top 10. That's how much we really like that song. And I think that's part of the reason why maybe Don't Recall is not on our list, because it was so similar to oh, Nana, and I still think oh, Nana is better. And then Rumor came out, and that just kind of soured card for me personally. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Sam. I mean, I'm, I'm with Steven on this. Like, oh, Nana, in my mind, is so much better. There might be a part of it that Onana came out first that right. we like it better. I mean, the songs are very similar, but I do kind of stand by that thought that Onana is a better song, even though there is a bias that it did come out first. Don't recall it is just kind of um it it's like card is just doing just enough um in Don't Recall. And it it doesn't really seem like they're I don't want to say trying as hard, but it doesn't seem like they're putting as much quality into the song as Onana, which is kind of strange. Um, it's hard for me to explain that that feeling. It's just not... In, in the end, don't recall, it's just not as good as a song as Onana. Still a good song, though. I still, yeah, still really a good do song. like yeah. Don't okay. Recall. Yeah. I think for... Uh, maybe you're trying to say, I don't know, Josh, but like uh, Onana is a little bit more upbeat and it's a little bit more fun. And don't recall is a little bit more slower and yeah. a little bit more sensual. And and it also has the mad clowniest of all mad clown raps that we personally don't like. Like Onana has more energy to it. Not not necessarily like hype hypeness, but it, it there's definitely more energy to that song than don't recall. Maybe. And and it's more new for us. And mm-hmm. I do think it we've talked about this extensively, but like I do think having so many releases in such a short time 
and so many similar sounding releases have real kind of soured card for us. Okay. I do like this song. You didn't pick Rumor, though. We love you. <laughs> we, we love you. <laughs> yeah. And now, Rumor, I was really disappointed because I liked Don't Recall so much. I was really anticipating. This time, I was anticipating Rumor. And yeah, that, that wasn't good. It, it, to me, it just sounds just like Don't Recall, but just not good. Yeah. Yeah. And Don't Recall sounds like Onana, but not as good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool. Don't card. At least they're on our podcast somewhere. Josh, what is your uh, fourth top five song? Uh, so this song, I'm pretty sure it's not on anybody else's list. This is like my pocket pick for sure, 100%. And that is Dean featuring, uh, I can't remember which one from 15 and, but one of the 15 and girls. I think Pick Gideon, is that it? Uh, the song's called Come Over. I just this is one of the songs that I just I just love. Um, I just love Dean, obviously, and I love Peck Yedin. Uh, her voice is it's so different. I think contrasting with Dean's voice in this song. Uh, again, this is like not maybe my favorite Dean song, but the more I listen to it, the more it doesn't get old. And I think that is a huge thing. I think in 2017, for me to like a song initially and for it not to get really overplayed. Like, this is one of the songs I think this past year that I can just listen to this song only for a really long time. And for me, that's very difficult because I usually listen to like a plethora of songs like in one go. And I usually don't listen to one song um, over and over and over unless I really like it. Mm -hmm. And when that usually happens, when I listen to that song over and over and over, it gets really stale for me. And sometimes it ruins a song where that song, you know, could be like top five and then it drops to like, barely making the top 10 list at the end of the year because I listened to it so much. But until this point, um, this song has not um, gotten stale for me and I, I like it just as much as the first time I heard it. So it's got to be on my list. I mean, I knew a Dean song would be somewhere on your list. Like that dude has you by his palm, you know? He's got me, man. He's, He's rat to yeah. <laughs> Oh God, that's disgusting. Um, I thought you might have picked the Suran one with Dean that you like so much, mm -hmm. but um, I haven't heard this song in, in a while, but I do remember... Uh, liking it like uh it's been a while though it's been a while but 
Dean's voice, I mean, I, the thing with Dean is like sometimes I'm really into his voice and sometimes I'm like, change it up a little bit, bro. Like, do it with something a little bit different, man, you know? And I think that's why it's good to have Becky in because... Um, she really chops it up really nicely. And um, I actually kind of don't really like that song with Sudan, the one plus one song. That's, not that one. The yeah. Other one. Uh, yeah, that, that's another Sudan song uh, featuring Changmo, I think. Oh, it's the Changmo one that you like. Oh, yeah, sorry, I think it's bad. like, I want to get drunk today, or I, I can't uh, remember what the song is in English, but. My bad. I thought that was Dean, too. It's just like that, you know, the Dean, Sudan, Sudan, and then you yeah, know, just yeah. kind of get confused. The R&B Chingu train. Yeah, just the choo-choo. The one plus one. Yeah. And I think this is a good song. I think this was a good pick. I don't know. This song to me has some sexiness to it. I kind of just the way that that they, her and, and their, his, her voice and his voice kind of go together. I, I To me, Dean's been kind of hit and miss with some of his more recent songs, but I do like this one. I think this is a really good one. Um, I like this. I like this mix of stuff because all mine are girls. So the next girl <laughs> in my top five is I'm surprised this is not on your list, Josh, since I assume this isn't the spiciest song for you, right? It'd probably be number six. Um, but <laughs> this is my, pro- you know, Gudan's Girl Like Me was like number one for a while, and then it got knocked out, knocked out by this one. This is by Laboom, and their song is called Hui Hui. Yeah, this song is like my number six song. Like this song didn't start out that high, but there's just something so like this should be the summer song. This should be a summer song right here. It was released way before summer. Um, but I think if they timed it as a summer song, like it just makes me feel so happy. It It is just so happy of a song. The whistling background is happy. Chorus is just really happy and really good. There are so many uh, parts that I kind of can sing along to and kind of grab on. I will say the verse can be a little like we're waiting for the good stuff, but I, either way, I, I just think the rest of the song makes me feel so good. Uh, the music video is also great. I really like the music video. They they look good, very you know HD, just like a lot of the, our favorite kind of girl group music videos. Not that many cuts, and uh, yeah. Yeah, the only reason this isn't in my top five and it's kind of slipped is because of that reason. I listened to this song 
so much. Um, this song, I think, came out at a time where it was really, really, really dead. Mm-hmm. And this is the only song pretty much I was listening to like over and over and over. And the song is good, but I got a little bit tired of it, to be honest. I'm not even sure if I would put it in my top three favorite girl group songs just because I've heard it so much. But it is an amazing song. Like there's a reason that I was listening to it like day in, day out. Not only because it was at a dead time, but just because the song is like really, really good. It's happy. It's upbeat. It's fresh. Like you said, it definitely should be a summer song. They kind of released it a little bit too early. And we definitely needed a summer song this year. Uh, we still really haven't gotten the true summer summer song, so yeah. uh, a little bit, a little bit mistimed. I Rest think. in peace, star. Rest in Rest peace. in pepperonis. Um, what do you think about Laboom's Wee Wee? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. It's a song that it's it's one of those where it I think it could get in the danger of being annoyingly catchy, but it doesn't cross that line. Uh, so I think it it does enough to be memorable. Definitely have replayability. Um, it's a song that once it comes on, you you can't skip it. You have to just hear it all the way through. Uh, and I think it's and I think the way you you described it's perfect. It's a happy song. I mean, just re- thinking about it right now, just man, that makes me smile. I mean, it's a good song. I like that one. Yeah. All right, we're down to our last song in our top five. Jonathan, what's this last one you're gonna give us? It's gonna be spicy. It's spicy. <laughs> I don't I don't I, maybe I don't know this one this is a song that it took a few listens for me to to like it as much as I do uh, I'm not definitely not saying this is just like my number one song of the year so far but just happened to fall to be the last one that I'm going to mention on my list and that's G Dragon's Untitled 2014 I about this song is it's a very just change of pace to what he has been producing lately you know if you're comparing it to what big bang has done lately it's just it's a complete change from him you know it kind of brings it back to it's ironic the song's called 2014 because it kind of brings it back to kind of his little bit older stuff i know kim always compared it to like a different version of like that xx which i don't i don't think is sounds anything like it but i kind of like that it has that it's just it's different. It has that slower pace. I love that it kind of is a ballad. It just has the piano in the background. And I like that the video is nothing. Because when you're thinking about G-Dragon, you know, his videos are always kind of over the top. Or it's him, you know, acting like he's drugged out. Or he's, like, going through the streets, kicking, you know, people's plates. And this one, it's literally just him being exposed, you know, in, in a sort of sense. And he just reminds you that 
you know, he's a great vocalist. I mean, not only is he a fantastic rapper, which majority of the music we've heard from him lately is just his, his good raps, but it's just to show how he can also sing that he's not, you know, that the background to, you know, anybody else on, on Big Bang when it comes to the singing part of it, that he's still a strong singer. So um, it's a song that I like a lot. I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it kind of gives me a nostalgic feel to it. It kind of gives me a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of has like some sadness to it. But I definitely think it's a song that I, I'm happy that he came out with. Uh, and I, it's one that I just really like a lot. Yeah, I can I can understand all the things you're saying. Like, I agree on, on some of those points. But for me, this is a very ballad type song. And for me, ballads, unless they really kind of like touch my soul or I'm in like a certain mindset or like a part of my life, um, ballads are kind of just ballads a lot of time for me, even if they're sung by like really famous artists like G Dragon or, you know, someone else. And so like this song kind of like, I can understand why people like it, but for me, it's just not really doing anything. Yeah. I, I mean, we said this right in our big name, no games, but like, I, I it's not a, it, it is a ballad and it's decent ballad. Like I'm surprised by his singing ability, you know, and, and there is some emotion to that ballad. I think though for a, a G Dragon named song and a YG named song, it lacked anything that makes the name G Dragon special and the name YG special. It it really felt like a pretty generic ballad uh, to, to me. And I find it really weird that it's two weeks later and we we haven't gotten any music videos for his other songs. Because I think his other songs are way more interesting than Untitled. I think they're doing filming one. If I, if I know correct, if I'm thinking correctly. But um, and and I and I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I, I can see what what you mean by that. But I think like for me, it kind of goes back to where I was saying that I like when certain groups kind of change or they kind of change or they give something else different. I don't think that always works. Um, for me, I I just kind of appreciated this change of pace for him, just because of the fact that it's. I mean, the last few songs from. Big Bang were just so crazy. It was just, you know, crazy. And not in a bad way, but it was just kind of this crazy party scene. And so I was just the fact that it was just so different. It was so just not. That's not when you heard that G Dragon's coming out with a, a single. Like, no, to me, it's like no one expected this. And I kind of appreciate that aspect of it. Yeah, it's a good mix up and he does sing pretty well. So, yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I think the the reason you like it is is one of the reasons why I, I didn't like it because maybe I was expecting something more GD ish, right? Yeah, and I love that XX. It's it's funny you bring that up because that XX is what I expected when I heard G Dragon was making a ballad, like something with a little bit more stank, something yeah, with and, a little and, bit more flavor. And don't get me wrong, that XX I like that XX better than this song. Right, right. That's like one of my favorite K-pop songs. Right. So maybe that expectation was there, and I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, you know, we said that like this song is is very different from what G Dragon usually writes, but it is very similar to me to Eyes Nose Lips, and I would rather listen to Eyes Nose Lips a hundred times more. Like that one has a much bigger R and B feel to it. I think the music video is done much better. I think G Dragon still overacts like a motherfucker with his angstiness, <laughs> too much flailing, and he, yeah, yeah, with his strung yeah. out. And my like, wife says it's like he's a like a ballerina. It's like <laughs> I don't know if I go that far. But. A strung out ballerina, yeah, drunk or high ballerina yeah um, sometimes i i look like that when i'm coming home from the bar like right stumbling <laughs> whipping your neck around yeah all sweaty and shit yeah yeah <laughs> but i i i i honestly do think though that if his name wasn't g dragon and this his name was john kim or something like not that many people would really enjoy it 
Yeah. And I don't mean the John Kim, like a chingo with a guitar, John Kim. I just generic name, <laughs> generic here. Korean name there. Yeah. But uh, John, cool. John Park, Roy Kim. Yeah, yeah they're all they're all chingos with guitars. All right. Um, so my my last song, uh, I saved the spiciest for last because this song, I don't know. It's just something about it that just that just makes me calm. It, it makes me feel a certain way. And that song is Lamb Sea with Love Like This. this song spicy. it's so spicy i know it is really spicy um this song is just so it's just everything i want in a chill song the the, the vocals are what i want the guy he sings in like two different styles like one falsetto one little bit normal it's like jazzy it kind of keeps you along it, it would sound really good if it was live but it sounds pretty damn good as like you know just a regular like pr- produced single and I don't know. Every time I hear this song, I never skip it. Never, ever, ever skip it. And sometimes when I'm just kind of want to, you know, just chill out and veg out and just relax, like this is the song I go to and put on. You know what? If I could make a fourth honorable mention, this would definitely be on here. Like I kind of forgot this song existed. And like you said that, and I can remember the song, which is incredibly rare for me that I'm like, I haven't heard this in a while. And I know exactly what song I'm talking about. I can hear it in my head. And like, Everything you said is true. It it is such, it's a chill song, but it also so makes memorable. you happy. Yeah, it's chill. It's memorable, but it also makes you happy and relaxed. It's and I love that the backing track has instruments and kind of different instruments, but they're so distinct. They're such distinct sounds. It's it's not like this overproduced um, thing. It it just I can picture a dude sitting there with like random you know knickknack things, and he's like making these sounds and. And, just and, and the music them. video looks like that's what they were like recording for like the actual song. Like they're just sitting there just playing instruments and stuff. So it was a good song. It's a good song. Yeah. No, I think it's a good pick. I think um, I really enjoy the piano in that song. Yeah. I think it's one that it's kind of forgot, almost forgot about it. But it's one of those where it's like, oh, yeah, and I want to go back and listen to it again. But no, a good one. I was playing this uh, while some of my students were cleaning the room and like, Two of them were just like, whoa, who is sings this? And I'm like, Lamb C. They're like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. But they went home and they downloaded that song. I think like it, it's a song that I think if more people heard it, they would be like, ooh, 
it is like the perfect coffee shop song, like hands down. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Agreed. All right. My last song is, what do you know? Another girl group. Not spicy at all. Not spicy at all. And this is a very new song. And right now at this very moment is my number one girl group song. This might be my number one song just because it's new and it is just fucking my brain right now. It like it once I hear this song, this is like a song where I go to sleep and I wake up and I swear I was hearing the song in my dream. Cause like I'll wake up and it's still in my brain. This song is in my top ten. Yeah. I know exactly what song. But what is this scene? What is it? It is so K-pop. It is so catchy, but not always a great singing and not always a great backing track but for some reason it all fits together and it makes me happy and this is by a project group called girls next door and their song is called deep blue eyes But um, <laughs> Deep Blue Eyes Dragon. Yeah. D- uh, but like this song, I mean, yes, it's biased because I have been watching the show. It's from a show called Drama Idol Operation or something. Idol like Drama that. Operation. So, so mix of those three words. Right. And if you don't know about it, it, it has like girls from a bunch of different girl groups. I'm not going to remember all their names, but it's got like Red Velvet, Sulgi, Somi from IOI, Moonbyol from Mamamoo. Sujung from Lovelies, Yua from Oh My Girl, yeah. and the hottest girl that I never knew about, Deanna from Sonamu. Yeah. There might be one more. Oh, yeah. Sohi from Produce 101. I don't, I mean, cute girls be cute, but like this song is produced by B1A4's Jin Young, and it, it has his style, which is it's breezy. It's cutesy, but not overly cutesy, right? It's, it, I was actually watching the show and he was like, this is actually a very uh, serious song and the lyrics are actually very serious, but you need to sing it cutesy, you know, Mm -hmm. sing it fun. And I think they actually did a really good job of doing that for a song with two rappers and two very long rappers. Deanna raps for quite a long time. I actually enjoy her rap part. Like they put this whistle sound in the back or not whistle, but this flute sound kind of in the back. And I, I, I loved it. I thought the rap actually kind of fit decently well. 
it's just it's just so catchy, dude. I I just can't. I, just I understand. Can't. I understand, Steven. But for me, it I I like this song. I really do. I just don't like it as much as you like it. And that's for all the reasons that you like it. I like it as well. Like it's very like a Jin Young style, very easy and breezy. It's very poppy. It's very 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 poppy. I mean, I I like it, but there's something about it that I ha- maybe I haven't listened to it enough. Uh, I definitely put this in like a separate section in my like kind of list that I'm like, oh, I didn't listen to this enough to really make like a judgment. And this was like pretty much the song in that section. Right. It's very new, but it's very new. And I didn't want, I didn't want to bias my list uh, because there are a lot of songs in my list that I'm like, I've listened to these songs for a long time and I still like them. That's why I want to put them on my list. And I was going to put this in my list, but I think um, I was too biased because it was so new. Mm. Yeah. I mean, have you heard this song, Jonathan? Yeah, I've heard this song. I'm not familiar with the show. I haven't been watching the show. It's just like a show on V Live. Like, it's oh. just so random, really. You know, it's one I've heard it once. I I need to hear it again. I don't know if I'm, I don't. I honestly don't have as too any strong of an opinion of the song. Mm. But it's just one of those where I think I feel I need to hear it again. I remember hearing it once uh, because of the, some of the members that were in it. A track. I was like, oh, cool, check it out. And I just it was one of the things, oh, I heard it once. I was like, oh, that was good. And that was just kind of it. So I need to pick it back up. I need to get. I need to kind of listen to it again. Maybe check out some of the show because I like everybody in it. Yeah, the first time I heard it, I like liked it. I didn't really love it the first time. It really wasn't until the fifth time or the sixth time that I was like, I can't get it out of my head. I just can't get it out of my head. Yeah, there's just so many parts to this where I, I feel like individually it's not even that good, but then you put it together and I just can't stop. I can't stop loving it. I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. But anyways, what we can not stop doing is reading more lists. So we got a couple more lists to read. Uh, Josh, why don't yeah, you go first? I'll here? start it off. This is from a resident Chingo, M Baby Blue, at twelve thirty three. Uh, she actually kind of has a very interesting list. I expect her to have a certain list, and this was not it. But I'll read the top five. Uh, number one, Eric Nam Tablo Galliant. The song is called Cave Me In. I don't know if that counts, but because it's mostly in English, mm-hmm. uh, all in English, I think. Um, but I, 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 I remember that song, but do you? Uh, number two, Kim Lips uh, Eclipse. Number three, Melody Days, You've Been Busy. Number four, Cards Don't Recall. And number five, Pristine's Running. Interesting. Good list. Melody Day showing up. What's really interesting is M Baby Blue, if you guys do not know, she is a huge, huge Twice fan and mm-hmm. Twice. Uh, none of their songs are in the top five, but a B-side cracked the top ten. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's wild. That's that goes to show you. Year. That goes to show you. Um, the next one is by M-I-K-L 87. We always say Mickle. Yeah, Mickle. Uh, it's probably Michael, but Mickle yeah. 87. Uh, again, wrote ten, 10 things in no particular order. So I'm going to pick five of these songs that have not really been talked about. Spicy ones. Um, one is April's Mayday, uh, G friends fingertip CLC's hobgoblin red velvets, rookie and Dreamcatchers. Good night. Wow. It's a interesting Spicy. list. That is crazy. Like these are all almost all girl groups and they're a lot, a lot of, of the groups really that different. we would not choose, yeah, yeah, that is uh, straight up ghost pepper right there, spiciness. Yeah, um, I'll read the next one from Neon Bike. Number one is Eddie Kim's Heart Pound. Number two, Sudan's One Plus One Equals Zero featuring Dean. 
Number three, Hyakos. Jesus lived in a motel room. That What a Ooh, title, that what one. What a title. Hey, he writes or she writes, uh, but also the whole 23 album was amazing. And number four is Really, Really and Dreamcatcher's cover of it. <laughs> uh, number five, Kim Lips, Eclipse. It's really, it's really crazy how how often Eclipse is coming up on these lists. Like it is ninety percent, especially. I don't want to say these people get all their knowledge from us, but like we never talked about Kim Lips Eclipse. Yeah, it, it never showed up. I think when it was on our main podcast, like we it barely squeaked out of what we wanted to talk about, if I remember correctly. I don't think so. I I remember very clearly when we first watched it, we were like, "It's not good." Boop at the end. Wait, was this the one where she's dancing in that like Coliseum thing? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. And it was also like in a time where we had Kresha Chu and Right. Uh, and so, so he's he spotlight. spotlight. Speaking of which, so he spotlight also almost made I actually like So He Spotlight more than Trouble, as crazy as that sounds. Like because no, I, I was like fifty one forty nine on picking Kresha Chu to spotlight or spotlight to spotlight. I mean, I just I just fucking love that So He song though. I mean, I you know, not to be like, why did you guys pick Kim Lips? But like, I personally think if you like Kim Lips, you should like So He Spotlight. And I think So He Spotlight is much better. But a, a lot of people are loving this Eclipse. I don't think it's bad. I, it's I do bad. think for me, you know, the shit on all, all of our fans list, I think the Eclipse's chorus is decent. Like, I actually kind of enjoy the chorus now. I didn't really enjoy it in the past, but after hearing it a couple of times, because so many of our chingus like it. I've been trying to give it a chance, but the chorus is fine. I, I think the verse is co- very forgettable. And she has this kind of like singing ability that I don't think is very good. And it's kind of raspy and kind of whispery. I, I feel like she's just, she, if she just sang normally, it would sound nothing like that. I think she's trying to sing that way. Kind of to silky match the song, quote unquote. Yeah. And I also think her yeah. dancing is not good. Like, I know a lot of people are saying her dance is good. I was like, she's doing some basic ass dancing moves. Like the camera movement around her is really good, I guess, to show it off. And she's standing in this Coliseum. But I thought like. But it's a lot of like, kind of she falls under that character of just like moving, posing, moving, posing, yeah. moving, posing, kind of dancing. So I was actually surprised. I'm like, man, why isn't Sohi Spotlight showing up in more people's? Because I think. Uh, they're similar-ish songs and stylistically also in like kind of showcasing high like dancing as well, right? Have you heard this uh, uh Kim Lip Luna song, Jonathan? Uh, you know I believe I have, and it, it's one of those where it, it just didn't impress me enough to continue to listen to it. It just kind of came out. I was like, oh, okay, well, what's what's next? Like, I to be honest with you, I couldn't even recall any part of the song in my mind right now. Mm. Like, I just it's one of those where it just it, it didn't stick with me. How about uh, Sohee's Spotlight? Have you heard this song uh, by Sohee? Uh, she was on K-pop Star 6 with Kresha Chu. Yeah, she's now part of this group called Elris, I think. Yeah. Elris, yeah. Which, their songs are hot garbage. Just terrible. Like, it's not... I, I think the closest equivalent I can say is Card. It's not very Cardi. It's not Super Tropical House, but I do think it has very strong uh, backing track kind of like Cards, I guess. if, if That's the closest I can come up with it. I don't really know how to subscribe. Plus, she's freaking cute, and I and her dancing is actually pretty good. Oh, spotlight, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought so you, for, for a second I thought you were talking about Elris. I was like, no, their song's no. terrible. <laughs> yeah, their song's hot, hot garbage. Uh, um, so he spotlight. I think you would like it, Jonathan. I think I'll it's check it out. something that we would probably agree on. Well, speaking of hot garbage, it's now time to end the podcast with our two most disappointed songs 
of 2017. And Jonathan, you get to go first, as always, because you're our guest. What song disappointed you the most this year? I think this is a song that uh, trended well, I think. And but for me, I it would this I just don't like this song. And I think I've heard it a few times from some of your listeners, so I'm sorry. But that would be Oh My Girl Color Crap. Now, I just don't, I just didn't care for the song. I think it's just one where I was, I kind of anticipated their comeback. And once it kind of came on, it just, it just, it kind of made me just turn me off to the group. It just, it wasn't what I was expecting. I just, I just don't think it was a very well done song. I just, for me, it's kind of a mess and I just don't like it. I mean, I'm not a huge Oh My Girlfriend. Like I like some of their songs, like Liar Liars was one of our favorite songs of last year, maybe. And I think that's why, because I liked Liar Liar, so I was kind of anticipating something just, I don't know, it just, it just didn't do it for me. It just didn't do it for me. I mean, I agree. I, I, I think it wasn't a great song. I think there were worse songs. You know, that's why I didn't pick this one, of course. But uh, uh, I do agree, though, that it, it was kind of all over the place. It was kind of weirdly fast at certain times. Like, I think, if I remember correctly, we said it sounded like it was in 2x speed. Like, I accidentally... Um, it hit the 2x speed on YouTube or something. We were watching it. It just sounded so crazy. I, I thought the concept of the music video could have been cool, but they didn't go very far with it where everything was white and they were like throwing paint and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't quite as, uh, they didn't really go that far with it. So this is crazy, right? I remember you you saying us saying that two times speed part. I remember the music video and what it sounds like with the white and the colors. I cannot for the life of me remember what the song sounds like. Yeah, I mean, me too. I, I mean, I probably only heard it the one time or the twice, you know, we did to 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 prepare for the podcast. And after that, we just never heard it again. Like, it's just yeah. bleh for me. Yeah. So good choice. I mean, disappointing for sure. For sure. Yeah. Josh, what's your one of your most disappointed songs? Uh, so this is so I want to premise that my most disappointing songs are in the spot because I had so much expectations for them. And they kind of let me down. So the first uh, song I want to talk about is Cards Rumor. Yeah, 
This song, um, I think, if this song had came out right after Onana, I, it would have been even worse for me. The fact that Don't Recall came out and it was still a decent-ish song, it kind of softened the blow for like this song, for Rumor to come out. But Rumor is just a terrible song, man. Like to to come from Onana and how great that song was into like this song, which is arguably kind of almost in the same like stylistic like wheelhouse. Like for these two songs to be so good and so bad, but still the same style is just mind boggling for me. And Card is like one of those groups that I think all of us, all three of us have had really, really high expectations for. And they just kept kind of underachieving. And Rumor was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, I think, even though they really released only three songs. I mean, that's the price you pay for not only releasing three songs in like a four-month period, but three very similar sounding songs in a four-month period, right? Like, and releasing the worst one as the most recent one. Right. And I mean, we spent 30 minutes talking about like, what do we think they're... Because they haven't debuted yet, right? These are all pre-debut songs and they're supposed to debut in July, like their official Korean debut. So I'm really worried and really confused and about what they're going to choose. Are they going to choose Tropical House again or are they gonna go in a totally different direction you know like it's it's gonna be crazy see for me it's it's kind of funny how what you mentioned josh because it's it's for me it went from like the blow is worse the fact that i'm i'm not so familiar with onana because it's like i said onana is a song that i think i've heard maybe two or three times and i really really liked uh don't recall a lot i mean it's in my list it's on your list and so I was really anticipating a great song with Rumor because I was like, oh, man, like this is going to be awesome. And I if, I if I remember correctly, I think even the teaser had me like intrigued. I was like, oh, like this is, you know, this, how's this going to be? And I, I kind of expected it to sound to have the same type of a style because all three of the songs do have a similar style. But like, good God, it. Rumor to me is almost like a carbon copy of Don't Recall, but just it's just not good. Like I can't really compare it to Onana because I'm not so familiar with it. But it's just like I just feel like they I feel like they just maybe use unused they used unused parts of like Don't Recall, just changed up the beat a little bit, and like that's what Rumor was. Like it's like it's almost I almost don't even like to talk about how disappointed I was in Rumor because of how much I do like Don't Recall. Like, it's just, it's almost one of those where I was like, I almost wish it didn't come out. If yeah. that makes any sense. No, no. I 100% agree. I understand everything and I agree with everything you're saying. Like, to be more specific, like, why is, I mean, for me, rumor is bad because autotune, why the fuck? Not only did you autotune, but you started a song with autotune. That is just, 
a terrible, terrible idea. Terrible decision. Yeah. Right? B, the music video with the verticalness is just a dumb decision. A terrible, stupid fucking decision. I understand they were sponsored by LG, and so they made a vertical version. But you make a real version first, and then you can make this vertical version do do whatever you want, right? But Don't, make, the, it main. Don't yeah, make it your main video. This was the main video, and, and, and it was yeah. bad. And, and yes, later they came out with the... Uh, the choreography video, but like the choreography video also wasn't it. that it wasn't that special. It yeah, really and wasn't. damage was done by then. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, like, yeah, I this if it was the third, you know, if I had the third disappointed, it would probably be uh cards rumor. Um, the only reason it wasn't is because Don't Recall was good, but it was already a step down, as Josh said. So the the blow from Don't Recall the Rumor wasn't as big as for you, right? Because you loved don't recall so that was a probably a pretty big and drop. to be honest with you the only reason why i didn't include it in my disappointment is because like honestly i think i've heard rumor twice mm-hmm. and it was where like i honestly just like forgot it even existed because like, mm-hmm. i just did not like it that much that it was just like like uh, that well that didn't happen you know and that's yeah. why it's kind of like and then now that you were talking about it, i'm like oh yeah that terrible song does exist like, which is i think a nightmare which i think is even worse than like compared to like me right because we both like card and for you to be like oh no that card song just doesn't exist that's i think that's tons worse than like oh yeah it existed i didn't like it you're just like no card song what huh i'm a card fan i don't know what song (laughs) you're talking about like yeah (laughs) yeah like move over on my girl like cars rumor should be be somewhere (laughs) um all right yeah hit us hit us what what you got steven my um most disappointed or one of my most disappointed is you know unlike card one of the reasons i didn't put card is because of that kind of downward thing right this group i have loved okay i don't want to say loved i have either really liked or loved every single one of their singles all four of them until this fifth one and this is g friend with their song fingertip I'm not. I'm not exaggerating when I'm saying I really liked all four of G Friend's previous. Yeah, same. Um, Some of them are really amazing, and 
for them to release Fingertip, which I try to listen to. I still try to listen to this song, but I just cannot. I just cannot do it. Like you said, Stephen, if we had a third most disappointed, this would be my third most disappointed song. This song is just so, so bad. And like, it's just, ugh. When this song came out, I think I remember saying like, oh man, this can't be made by the same guy that made those same same other songs that we looked it up. It is made by the same guy, but it's just so much worse than all the other songs. And the other songs are like very good. And I think for me, why this wasn't higher on the list was, if I remember at that time, G-Friend had a long kind of a period of just like not doing anything for when this song came out. So I wasn't as hyped um, when I heard that they were coming out for a new song just because they had been quiet for so long. Wait, so your hype went down because they were... Because I haven't heard them. For, yeah, because they were kind of... Because I remember it was G-Friend. They were really, really active at the beginning of 2016. And then at, at the end of 2016, there were just so many good releases right. that I kind of just forgot about G-Friend. And when it came around, I was like, oh, yeah, G-Friend exists. That's right. I get you. Yeah. And then when it came out, it, it was bad, but my expectations weren't so high because I kind of forgot about G-Friend for a while. I don't, I don't understand the train of thought because for me, it's like, okay, they had a really good... First half of the year, right? Naviera. And then other girl groups were stepping it up. And so I was like, oh, man, G-Friends got a lot of time to prepare, right? What are they going to come out with next? Like, all these other girls are bringing it. Give me some of that. It's called Fingertip, you know? It's called <laughs> Fingertip. Our favorite song of last year, Fingertips, right? Um, and so my hype was was even bigger. You know, I was mm. like, I'm really expecting. Like, G-Friends never let me down, you know? Right. I can't say that about many groups anymore. You know, G-Friend had never let me down previously. At that, up until that point. And then they... Let me down. Yeah. Yeah. I actually listened to it today and um, I was like, God, this song still doesn't still doesn't do it for me. Like, I just don't, I just don't like it. <laughs> I think I remember you saying that you were really trying to like it because I think your wife or somebody was playing. Yeah. It and like it hits crazy. all the beats that I like. I like the whole kind of 80s vibe and kind of the throwback. But no, God, today again, we put it on a live performance. I felt bad. Like, man, the girls are trying so hard. And, you know, they're dancing their little hearts and they look cute, but just don't like the song. All right. Well, that's pretty disappointing. Let's again move on, Jonathan, for your last most disappointed song, the last thing in our podcast. What say you? That's going to be Icon's Bling Bling.
Now, I like some of Icon's old songs. Like, I like some of the old ones that they had, you know, I think because it's been a while since they've come out. So once I heard that Icon was having a comeback, I was pretty excited about it. I was like, cool. Like, you know, I like, I like some of their old songs. But, um, my God, I really just hate this song. Like, I just do not like it. I've heard it, think, twice. And I didn't like it the first time I heard it. I disliked it so much. I didn't even want to talk about it on my podcast. When I listened to it again today, I couldn't even hear it all the way through. Like, what's their obsession with basketball? Like, I swear. And there's, like, even a moment where they don't even have a basketball in their hand, but they're acting like they're dribbling. And it's funny. The person I was with actually liked it. And I was kind of shocked that they liked it. I was like, are you serious? Uh, it was one of a friend I had over. And it just, for me, it's just god-awful. I'm Unfriend sorry. Unfriend in real life. Unfriend in real life. Never speak to that person yeah. ever again. <laughs> yeah. I just, God, just did not do, it just... It's like, really? It's like, my God, like, I've been waiting for you guys to come back. Like, I enjoyed your last comeback. Your last comeback was good. Like, I liked the songs. But when this one hit, it just, no, it, it just sank. It just made me disappointed in YG. Definitely disappointed in, in this song. No, no, I, I totally agree. Like, uh, this is, you know, when you said, like, rumors so bad, you just forgot it existed. That is this for me. Like, uh, this song <laughs> was so bad. I've heard it twice. I never want to think about this song. I never want to hear the name icon ever again in my life. Like, this song is is terrible. The only reason it's not on my most disappointed is because I just didn't have that high hopes for Icon and it to begin with. Like mm. they oversaturated themselves like two years ago, and yeah. since then, like they have okay songs, you know. But I wasn't like really excited, you know, like G Friend or whatever. But you're correct. This is this is one of the worst big name songs I think this year, like hands down. Whether or not disappointed yeah. or not, like I cannot believe this came out from YG. Like that's it's atrocious. Yeah. I think out of all of the six kind of songs that we're going to talk about, the most disappointed. This song is definitely the worst song amongst those six. And, yeah. and I think it's mainly like what you we've been expecting and what was presented, which makes us most disappointed. But this song is just like just hot fucking. There's you know, nothing to fire. salvage. Like certain songs, you can salvage yeah. something of it. There's nothing to salvage of this song. It's just it's so bad. It, it's yeah. cringy. Right, like anytime I fucking hear bling bling, like bling oh bling, it the outfits were cringy, the music video was cringy, but I also think the same thing with NCT. So and and the international audience really likes it. Although I will say the NCT songs have a distinct charm to it, while this song uh, did not. Like cherry bomb. No, I completely agree. I think NCT was a group that took a while to kind of grow on me, and there's a charm to some of their songs, but this one, I just I don't know if they're trying to recapture big bangs essence or what they're doing it's just it's all over the place the song is not catchy by any means the video doesn't help its cause at all um no i was i was just appalled like i honestly could not finish it like just i couldn't do it i think i was like maybe two minutes in i was like oh god i have to stop this like it was too much i mean that's a minute 30 more than i'm gonna give it a chance now you know (laughs) Um, but i will say though i'm so happy you know i'm you know why i'm so happy is because this song icons bling bling was terrible right G friends fingertip not good, and they were they both charted badly. Like that makes me happy. It makes me happy that they were fans, bad. Yeah, People they were knew bad, they were bad, and they did bad because I, it is I hate it the most when it's a bad song, but because it's a big group, you know, all the fans voted up and listened to it. You know, cough cough twice. It makes me so happy that because I bling bling did really bad. Uh, fingertip good. not even top hundred. I think. Yeah, like fingertip. Did okay, but for a G-Friend song, it did very bad. Well, I think yeah, definitely because G-Friend was, you know, it, it's they were going up there like with the Twice and 
yeah. everything else, like they were trending up and yeah, they so were breaking for records. them not to for it not to be good. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were like, I think before twice is recent songs. Like they had the record for like most consecutive blah, blah, blahs in the top 10 or whatever. And then fingertip came out and they did badly. So uh, that, that fills me with joy. But what? speaking of, uh, let's speaking of twice, <laughs> my next most disappointing song is twice. Um, I had a little bit of a um, a decision to make about which song is most disappointing. And uh, yes, it is Knock Knock. It's just, it, mm. I think if I had to think about what what song I was most excited for and like came out, because both I think Knock Knock and Signal are pretty bad with Signal, I think just taking it a little bit ahead of Knock Knock, but Knock Knock came after a time where I was expecting amazing things from Twice. I mean, it came out after fucking TT. It came out after fucking TT. It was JYP's song, and it was and JYP had put out like Nomu 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 that year. No, no, J- uh, this is not not JYP. Uh, uh, it was a Black Eyed Pills song, song, right? No, this is Knock Knock. Was that random um, dude in JYP's? Stable. Okay, well, I'm getting my shit confused, but Knock Knock, I was expecting big things because it came after TT, and it was just not good. Oh boy, the song is just the. The bass is not good. Like nothing is good. I just ugh. now for me, I'll be honest. When it first came out, I liked it. Like I was like, okay, this song's good. And and it's kind of. I think it was because I was riding a high or I was riding a wave of TT. And so like for me, I was like, okay, like I, I sometimes with me, I I can like blind myself because of the fact that sometimes I I want to like something. I'll kind of force myself to like something. And I kind of I did like Knock Knock when it first came out, but now just looking back in hindsight and recalling just listening uh, listening to TT and listening to Cheer Up and and other Twice songs, like I'm starting to really see how bad Knock Knock is. Like it's kind of one of those where I don't like care to listen to it at all anymore. Like I don't care to put it on. I've I haven't looked up the video probably since whatever month it came out. And it's just one of those where it just like it lost a lot of value. Like I just kind of saw like it it kind of sunk with me how like man this song really isn't that good. Like there isn't really much to salvage from it. Like it's just yeah for me it, 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 I liked it in the beginning, but at this point being this deep in the year, yeah, it's a song that I would just say it's not that good of a song. 
What What do you think about Signal? Because we haven't talked about that. talked about that. I I think Signal's a mess. What I, and I'll admit, what I like about Signal is I like the choreography. I mean, I, well, I guess I can't even tell you say that. To be honest with you, I like Momo. I kind of have like a thing for Momo. And she came out with a video of just her dancing the song, her alone. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. But she puts this energy in her in her doing it that you don't see in the with the rest of the group. And like I like it a lot. Like she looks cute doing it. She's such a great dancer. I love her her energy. And I'll, I'll watch it. and I like it for that. But it, as a as a whole, like I think like Kim loves it. I think Erica isn't that big on it. Um, but for me, it it just kind of falls along with with knock knock. Like at first, I was like, okay, it's kind of quirky. Like it's kind of cute. I kind of made excuses for it. But now looking back in hindsight and everything else, I'm kind of like, like honestly, if I've never if I never heard it again, like I won't miss it. I'll miss Momo dancing it, but other than that, like I won't miss the song. Cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, I would I would say Knock Knock's worse mainly because Knock Knock came after TT, right? And that's such high expectations, so I felt really betrayed, I guess, by Knock Knock. And and Signal's also not great, but at least Signal came after Knock Knock, and my expectations yeah. were a little bit lower. But it was a little uptick because JYP. Maybe yeah, I right. I don't mind signal. I never not minded it. You mm-hmm. know, I I still think the chorus is is decent. Um, and you know, we were saying how when we went to the Twice concert, we really discovered why we don't like Knock Knock because like, you know, we were standing right next to the big speaker and it was on like seven thousand, and we could hear this bass that was just so overlapping on itself. Yeah, like it mm. it just felt like the song was delayed a little bit. You know, I mean, I think that cemented kind of our uneasiness with how Knock Knock works. Yeah, because for me, for a while, I was like, Knock Knock Signal, I don't know which one I like worse, but definitely after hearing Knock Knock played on those big-ass speakers, I was just like, this song, get it out of my brain, please. It's funny how hearing a song live does change your your um, your viewpoint of it or kind of does it resonates a little bit differently with you. But I definitely would agree that I think Signal is stronger than Knock Knock. I would definitely agree to that. But on a positive, though, I will say that of the five songs we've talked about so far, I still think Knock Knock is better than the other five. Like I, I think yeah. Knock Knock is oh, still yeah. an okay song um, in the grand scheme of things. I I'll, I might listen to Knock Knock. I will never listen to Bling Bling, Rumor, or Coloring <laughs> Book. Finger, yeah. I tried Fingertip, but I can't even make it through Fingertip. So, no. You know. Like if it's playing in the background, I'm not going to necessarily turn it off. But <sighs> if I can see the girls, I'll I'll go through it. If I can't see the girls, I'm going to probably skip Knock Knock. Right. And if I hear that icon trumpet sound, then I'm just like, you know, throwing my knife. So cut off my own ears. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, then my last most disappointed song is a song actually we've already talked about, but I wanted to not say anything because I wanted to end the podcast with it. And it's a song that is on one of your lists. Oh, no. And it is a very recent song. It is, sorry, it's on Jonathan's list. It is Blackpink's As If It's Your Last.
And uh, I mean, the reason it's on, on the list is pretty much everything that you kind of said at, when you were talking about his honorable mentions, which, you know, I, it's kind of an expectation thing with G friend, which is like, I really, really liked whistle. And I really, really like playing with fire. I mean, those two songs are really good. Bumbaya, man. Bumbaya, I never want to hear again in my life. And mm-hmm. they had the, a ballad song, a chingu with a guitar song that I, I don't care about. But those two songs were so good and they made our top 10 that I was like, I was like, I was like, they can't fuck this up. They can't, why'd you can't fuck this up? <laughs> you know, I forgot Icon even existed, right? Why'd you can't screw this up? <laughs> and then they just, this song just sounds like it's from a blender, you know, like, and some of it's good. I really think the chorus is actually not, is pretty good. I enjoy the chorus, but I got to wade through so much boring bullshit or just weird bullshit or just Frankenstein out of nowhere bullshit that I'm just like, it's just not worth it to me, man. Like, why do I want to submit would, myself? Yeah. To why this? would I do this to myself? And also for, for, for us, I will say for us, I'll speak for the both of us. That music video was just, oh my God. That was <laughs> terrible. Um, the the outfit and the concepts were just bad, just bad. I like the schoolgirl outfits that they wore in the beginning, but other yeah. than that, the other outfits were terrible. I agree. And then they started to to what did we say? It was like a tornado ate a trailer park and a Goodwill, and then they threw up their outfits. Like it was. I think just, we said something more graphic than that. We did. Man, yeah. <laughs> it was just such a weird. I mean, I know we've said it like YG makes these weird outfit choices because they're cool and they're fashionable, but like they just went too fucking far. They went to the whole other spectrum of just like they went to a to an 80s throwback store and just bought random shit and just put it just on cut there. it in the no first they cut it all up to make it look even it. worse. Yeah, then they pasted it on them. And I think you mentioned like I actually I don't uh, which girl's the Thai girl? Um, what's her Lisa. name? Lisa. Lisa. And I think you said like you really like her rap part. I think that is the worst part of the song. Oh, like it, it changed it. The song is a completely different song. I thought her rap was really cringy and it especially tied to the music video where she's like, it, it just didn't match. It's just nothing matched. And if I remember correctly, they, they changed the song just for her to rap. If that's, yeah. Yeah, they gave her a, a brand they did. Frankenstein, which made it even. Uh, more no, no, no. Trust me, I agree. The song is a mess. I think it is a mess. But for me, it's like a guilty pleasure. Like to me, it's so bad, it's good. Mm-hmm. Like for me, but I'll agree. The song is a mess. The song is everywhere. I like it. <laughs> the thing is, though, that like I, I may listen to this song again because the chorus and this is a very new song, right? It just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, I didn't haven't had that much time to to hate it, you know, like some of these other ones. I, I do like the chorus and and if I skip to the chorus and I just listen to the chorus, I'm like, I'm down to pound town. But then after the chorus, that rap shows up and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I do have to say uh, in the song, the singing is pretty good. I, I can get down with the singing, but. But see, I like what's her name? Lisa. I like her part in the chorus where like they yeah. put that kind of timber into her voice, a little bit of effect. And I think it matches really well with the chorus. Man, 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 man. Yeah. Man, 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 man. Yeah. Like that, that's good. It, I, but I just don't, it's been a long time. I think that I've been so turned off by a Frankenstein rap than in this and, and the beginning of the song. Like we, we ran a whole run through of like beginning of the song is like bad 21. Then it switches to okay ish build up That doesn't really go anywhere. And then it goes into the good chorus and then, as you said, you even mentioned that weird 
speed up yeah, DJ effect. It, it is so Why? unnecessary. They didn't Why? do it the first time around. Like, what the fuck would they do the second time around? But they did. And uh, I just can't believe, I just can't believe this is the same group that, that did Whistle and Playing With Fire. Like, it, it boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that is it. I can it, see I your guess. point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm so happy that we brought you in because, I mean. Yeah, I always have fun talking with you guys. So different. And it's always great to hear other people's opinions on things. Um, but even our list, you and I, Stephen, like our top fives, only one song or two songs, uh, only only two songs overlapped. Yeah, I thought ours would be a little bit more samey, um, but it turned out to not, uh, which is really interesting. I guess before we leave, uh, uh, Jonathan, is there anything you want to kind of uh, get, I guess, our listeners to listen to your podcast? What what episodes have you been doing? What episodes should they check out? Do your, plug, oh. do your plug. Do your plug. If you're curious about the whole um, Tiara thing, we have a pretty good, I, I think it's a pretty good episode. And actually somebody... Uh, oh man's name escapes me but he's he's like from an old k-pop group he actually like tweeted me that he heard like our episode of tiara and he thought it was like really cool and he thought we did we did really good research so if you're interested at all curious about the whole tiara scandal if you're not familiar with it it's one of the episodes i'm more proud of so uh please check that one out um yeah we have some new things coming through the pipe that we're working on we're always working on projects usually we don't finish it but uh we do our best to get projects pushed out uh, but yeah, I mean, as you can tell, very different, um, you know, in the sense of, you know, our, our taste isn't necessarily the same all the time. Um, so if you want to just hear a little change of pace, you can definitely check us out. But, um, yeah. If you want to hear more, a little bit more positivity in your life, you yeah. know, less, less shitting on your favorite groups. I kind of, I mean, for us, we kind of, I mean, I kind of like to talk more, I mean, I want to I want to talk about things that I like. So for us, like, like we didn't talk about bling bling at all on our podcast and we didn't talk about Oh My Girls at all on my podcast because I just don't like it. I just don't want to talk about it. So we tend to talk more about things that we like versus things that we don't like. That's why sometimes our podcast does sound overly positive because it's music that like we 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 you know, we we kind of sort to see what we want to talk about. I right. think we might start leaning towards bringing in ones that we don't like either. Uh, but yeah, so for us, ours mainly we kind of stick to the songs that we genuinely, usually like. I mean, sometimes we we throw some in there that we don't, but that's kind of how we do it for right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's good. I mean, that's you know, there are a lot of K-pop podcasts cropping up nowadays, and personally, I was always like worried or not worried that people would just kind of take our format. It's not our format, but like kind of our outline of like talking about good and bad things, but. Every new podcast has been pretty different in their kind of focus on things. Um, yeah. And so um, check check out K-Pop Hot Pot, you know. We'll probably have you back sooner or later. Now, before we finish, I f- almost forgot, but we still need to read a couple more lists. So please bear with us, Jonathan. We got to read a couple more lists no from problem. our listeners. I'm going to go first, I guess. Go ahead. And we have a longtime listener, Gomad, and sh- her top five in no p- particular order is Subin's Circle's Dream. B.I.G.'s 123, E.X.I.D.'s How Why, SF9's Jungle Game, and Yoon Jong Shin featuring Zico with Wi-Fi. Now that's a spicy list. I, I've never heard of like three of those songs. I mean, Gomez's <laughs> lists are always very, very interesting. Very, you know? yeah, very, I, wanna, I wouldn't say eccentric because I'm sure she doesn't think it's eccentric, but. 
But I mean, her and, and her sister Ninja, I mean, Ninja mm-hmm. Cats, they're very, very interesting. Yeah, they definitely got a, a broad spectrum. But uh, the next Chingu is our longtime listener also, Diggy, uh, in no particular order. Brave Girls Rolling, Winner Really Really, NCT 127 Limitless, Girls Next Door, Deep Blue Eyes, Ooh. SES Paradise. SES. Interesting. Limitless, I did like. I think that was a, another guilty pleasure that I debated putting on my list as an honorable mention. I think next time an NCT video comes out, I will only listen to the audio because Let's I am that. just inherently no, I just I fucking completely hate them agree when I see the concepts. The concepts and just, that oh yes, God, just, I hate the hairstyle. I hate the costume choices. I yeah. like the songs. I just yeah, for especially Limitless, I just can't stand. I can't stand the way that they're dressed. But I like the song though. I will still stand behind Fire Truck. I think Fire Truck is a good mix of like they didn't go too hard and they're still trying to have some fun. Like I, I, I'm still down with fire truck. Do you like Cherry Bomb? Cherry Bomb is to me so close to fire truck. The music, the song itself wasn't was actually decently good. Uh, concept, <laughs> like they doubled down. They doubled down on it. Um, yeah, we uh, we spent a long time talking about it in our last podcast of just what a weird choice group, and what a weird choice, especially for SM. It's just such a mind-boggling like because they do not do well in korea like they're doing really well internationally because they're fucking sm oh right? really but they, they, yeah if you look up i mean their rankings like i think i looked it up and like none of them got past 40 like they, they're really not doing super great in wow. korea and i was telling josh like i've never once in my life heard anybody mention the word nct uh, from our middle school i've heard them maybe once but then again i've also heard like you know b2b like 10 times yeah and and I mean, this is their target demographic, right? Middle school girls. Yeah, you know? yeah, they're all really, you I know, mean, all like really young too. Mm-hmm. Babies. I hope I'm right on that discography thing. But uh, anyways, the next one is by Rick, and Rick's number one song is B to B. Speaking of them, with movie, uh, number two, Laboom's Hui Hui. Number three, also speaking of them, NCT Dreams, my first and last. That one I like. That one's the uh, yeah sounding one, right? That one I'm not too fond of. <laughs> that's that's the really? one where they're the in the school, like, really? right? Is this the one I really like? I could be wrong. My son, he will dance that entire song, like from beginning to end. You know what? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not sure if this is the one I'm thinking of. Is this the one that kind of sounds like a Chinese song? Yeah, it's the one where they're in the school and they're trying to impress the teacher. Uh-huh. You know what? I, this might be that one. Either way, maybe if it's not this one, <laughs> there is an NCT Dream song, song that I kind of enjoy. But Dream doesn't try too hard. They're the cutesy one, right? They're the cutesy yeah, one. Yeah, they're the cutesy one. Yeah. Yeah, Did I like the song. Maybe it's not that one, man. I don't know. I don't remember. Number four uh, is Block B with Yesterday. And number five, shout outs, Rick, mixes Love is a Sudden. Um, but uh, that's pretty interesting. Block B's Yesterday did actually very well in Korea. Um, not a huge, I didn't like it that much. I mean, I like the song, but not huge amounts. Yeah, same here. It was yeah. just fine for me. Yeah, so the next Chingo Marika eleven twenty four number one Zion T the song two winner really really three highlight please don't be sad number four Brave Girls Rolling and number five a spicy one Crucial Star featuring Baby Lon you can rest. Mm. I do like highlights. Please don't be sad though. I, I do see I your like your listeners will never listen to my podcast because you almost every that. one of them, almost every one of them has mentioned winners. Really, really. <laughs> but then again, we are surprised they listen to us. Yeah, we say <laughs> bad things about a lot of these songs too. So it, it's a surprise. Speaking of which, Punoid number one twice is knock knock. Number two, BTS is not today. Number three, Pristine's Wee Woo. 
Number four, Blackpink's As If It's Your Last. And number five, <laughs> Snoopers Back Hug. What? <laughs> I don't know who this person is. They have a good list. <laughs> yeah. Puno's a really good uh, listener. The next one, we got way more than I thought. I'm sorry about this. But yeah, just all, all of the suddens. Uh, Link 77. Number one, June K's No Shadow. Number two, Brodus 101's The Never. Three, Cards Rumor. Uh, Link, we got to have a talk about that one. Uh, card Rumors, number Ooh. three. Uh, number four, AOA, excuse me. Oh, we got to have a talk about that one, too. Uh, number five, BTS is not today. Wow. But he wow, does Link. say this is... Uh, Wait, he said this is the first time I made a list and not had BTS on top. So he put BTS number five. So r- rumors above BTS. Interesting. Also, excuse me. Blasphemy. Also, excuse me. Let's not Blasphemy. forget that Let's one. not forget it. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me was on my like third or fourth most disappointed. Um, num- uh, The next one. Didn't we already talk about K-Man? Oh, he updated his list. That's oh, why. Oh, sorry. Um, So I guess we're going to redo yours, K-Man. Uh, 23. We got number one, Kim Lips, Eclipse. Number two, Laboom Squeakwee. Number three, Cosmic Girls Happy. Uh, number four, Cards Don't Recall. Number five, Krisha Choose Trouble. I think okay, he, so just moved everything down one. Yeah, added in Happy there. Oh, and our next Chingu. It's good to hear from you again, uh, Justin Seven Blaine. We are, you were gone for a while, but thank you for being back. Uh, number one, no surprise, Justin Blaine. Goodbye by 21. Uh, number two, Jesse, Don't Make Me Cry. Number three, um, the project group Luna, uh, Hany, uh, Honey, and Solar, Honeybee. Number oh, four, Tiara's What's My Name. And number five, Sani's Mohe. Justin Blaine is one of our listeners, too. He's awesome. Yeah, I love that guy. He's got a good list there. We're almost done. Three more, maybe? Three more. Uh, yeah, we got a lot here. Hey. We got a new Patreon subscriber. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, I'm going to read your username. San Dura. Dura246. Um, number one, don't say no by Sohyun. Spicy. I actually really like that Ariana Grande song. <laughs> That's a good Ariana yeah, Grande it's a, song. It's a decent Ariana Grande song. Number two, NCT 127, Limitless. Oh my gosh. Number three, Triple H 365 Fresh. That's 365 spicy. so fresh. You know That's what spicy. though? I like I hate that the song. music video, but the song's not not awful. Yeah, it's like a retro one, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that music video is, is like what? It's like what the yeah. heck? But it's I love killing that song. and Kinnap I love terrible. it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, number four, twice is signal, and number five, Vix's blackout. Hmm. Don't mm, know about that. Interesting one. list. All right. Um, our next chingu, very long time chingu, super, super semi boring. Number one, PTS Spring Day. Number two, Lamsey Love Like That. Hey. Uh, number three, Gallant. Uh, Tablo Eric Nam's Cave Me In. Another one of those. A uh, number four, Dumbfound Dead's Hyung. Number five, NCT 127's Cherry Bomb. Now, that is also an interesting list. Yeah, it's pretty mm. different here. I actually kind of like Dumbfound as Young, actually. I, I listen to that sometimes. It goes. It's it like goes. on my, like, in the side of, like, Kilograms Faint. And yeah. Like, uh, Silky Boys. Silky Boys. <laughs> kind of these kind of crazier ones. And the last one. We're there, Jonathan. We're almost there. The last one is by The Mollusk. Uh, his number one song is Winner. Really, really. Your favorite song, Jonathan. We got to close out with that. I need to hear it again. I need to listen to it again. It's true. He wrote that. Yeah, yeah it's true. Number two, 17's Don't Want to Cry. Number three, Yoon Jung Shin and Zico's Wi-Fi. Again, interesting. Um, number four, Hyorin and Changmo's Blue Moon. That's a good song. I like that song. I do really like that song. And number five, Laboom's Hui Hui. So I think, if anything, I think the winners uh, so far have been winners really, really. 
Uh, there's a lot of, you know, Labooms, a lot of, uh, there was a lot of Brave Kim Girls Lips. earlier. Got a Kim lot Lips of Limit Eclipse. Lists at the end. Yeah, Kim Lips NCT. Eclipse was on a lot of lists. Interesting. I think it's crazy that not once did we ever mention like Red Velvet, right? Not once are we mentioning some of these kind of much bigger names uh, for this year. Yeah, there's no Icon Bling Bling. I was really surprised yeah, about there's that. There's no Icon. <laughs> there's no Big Bang. No. Um, it's a no T.O.P., you know? Well, I wonder what he's doing right now. Hey, no one ever mentioned like Got Sevens either. Yeah, we yeah. didn't mention Got Sevens. Like, I really do think that, you know, especially, I know we're biased, of course, but I really do think everybody didn't show up, but boy groups especially did not show up this year. I think maybe we're just different. And if we found somebody else, maybe all of their songs were boy groups. I, I don't know. But I really do think boy groups really have not been holding it down this year. So I look forward to it. Maybe they'll bust out some awesome stuff in the second half of the year. Yeah, we'll see. BTS is having another comeback. I mean, they never stop coming, dude. They're yeah, always they're fucking coming. always coming back. Yeah, they're always coming. They're like left and right. They they never over. left. Yeah, <laughs> BTS is here again. Is what? You <laughs> yeah, they they woke up from their two day nap and then they just start <laughs> the cycle over again. Yeah. Um, and, and I look forward to the end of the year because usually, like, only three or four of these songs end up uh, mentioned in our end of year because usually the second half of the year is much better so yeah at least the past couple of years it's been that way yeah maybe by the end of the year maybe we'll ask somebody else to come on but you no offense to you or anything jonathan but i think the end of the year top 10 needs is needs to be personal it just needs to be me and josh oh but yeah that's just, no no problem it is always fun to, to do these lists with other people so. yeah just because it's it's spicy. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> well, especially since your guys' taste is very similar. So when you have somebody else, like when I throw out a song you guys don't like, we can all you know talk yeah. about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did another K-pop roundtable with April from Jin Cha Cha, and like she was totally different. That was really interesting. Yeah, like so many a lot of your songs on your list, like we can get down with, but like a lot of her huh. songs are just like, huh? <laughs> but huh? interesting. It was really because wow. She was a person that I mean, I'm so not my, me, but she was like really into like the story behind the, the song and the personalities behind the songs. And that's why she really mm. connected with a lot of these songs. And I, and I found that, that very, very different, yeah. very interesting. She approached it in a, in a completely different way that obviously Steven and I don't look at it. So Right. So uh, anyways, Jonathan, uh, we're definitely going to have you back for another K-pop roundtable. Yeah, sooner, anytime. Rather than later, I think, because a lot of other K-pop podcasts uh, don't respond to my stuff. So <laughs> forget them. You're always responding. And then you did this very last minute. It's like what? It's 3 like a.m. right now. Almost four for you. Almost yeah, four a.m. Oh, God. Sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> it's okay. So we thank you so much. That's going to be it for this special K pop roundtable. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.